good evening, good night, good um, parting gift for your um, leaving father. <laughs> I have Chris <laughs> here as um, my next guest on the podcast. Um, would you like to say anything? Well, indeed, my friend. First of all, thank you for having me. It, it is an honor. My name is Chris. I am, my age is essentially that I am legal in most of the countries in Europe. And I'm a student. Pleasure to be here. Hell yeah. Um, how, how's your day been? Man, you know, I'm sick, man. You know, I took a corona test actually yesterday. Uh -huh. You know, it's very fun getting a fucking stick shot down your fucking nose. Yeah, I can imagine. <laughs> US, yeah, man, not a fun experience. I'm not gonna, I guess, argue why they do it. They just have to do it. So I've been, it's not essentially in quarantine, but I've been just having schooling from home, essentially, schooling for the internet. So I was pretty, I guess, chill. Got the tests today, and it seems negative. So woohoo, good for me. That's well, pretty how swag. You, how was your day, though? But thanks for asking. How was uh, your day, man? I haven't done much except working out today. Like, I've kind of gotten oh, into shit. that. It's pretty swag. How much you bench? Um, I don't How actually do, do bench. bench. I just pull up, ah, at, like you know those. What are they called? The weighties pump the muscles. Yes, yes. I pull yeah, like yeah. eight kilos. Like I'm a stick man, dude. I'm a stick ah, man. Shit, eight is not fucking bad, my guy. When did you start working out though? Um, a few days ago. Like, it's pretty sweet. Yeah, I'm. How fucking tall are you? Holy shit! Um, I'm like one seventy six. So. And you do eight, Jesus fucking. It's pretty Christ. tough it's though. Beast. It's pretty tough. Like I don't like being on the. You know, if it's easy to pull up, I'm not gonna do it. Like the four kilo, is you know pretty easy. The six kilo is like it's all right. I I like doing the six kilo more than the eight kilo. But I love the challenge of the eight kilo, so I do that instead because it gets me tired real quick and it gets me sweating real quick. So I get real tired and then I switch to the six kilo and then I switch back to the eight and I do that for about, you know, 30 minutes, take a small break, do it for another 30 minutes and then I do some running. It's pretty swag. Oh, nice, my guy. Hey, you gotta keep informed during these fucking times, man. So wait, how many do you do one set? around in one set you know in a continuation oh um on each arm i i like to do them at the same time but it's really hard with the eight kilo ones so i do three at a, at a time and if i'm oh, with the time. six kilo ones i'd just be doing them at the same time just because i okay. can't really be fucked remembering oh how many did i do with this hand and how many did i do with that hand and then yeah uh -huh, I see you can mainly put a biceps, the upper body, core, all body, or triceps. What you going for? I just, uh, I just fucked it around, but what do you focus on? Arms? Arms for now. What you going for? Arms for now. I want to get rid of the stickman arms. want to stop being um, Electri-Man 2. Heck, fuck you, W. <laughs> all right, I see. You got to respect that. You got to fucking hit the gym, man, you know? I mean, being muscular, you can get away with anything. That ass, man. True holy shit. shit. Yeah, man. So, holy shit. But these corona times, though, man, they're pretty fucking interesting. I mean, in many different fucking ways. 
What's your opinion on Corona? How has it been for you during these fucking years? Um, these years, these months? In New Zealand, actually, we don't have many Corona cases. So um, what happened was we got Corona pretty late. We got struck in late March. And um, we essentially didn't have much uh, community spread. All of our cases came from overseas and surely and slowly it came down to Christchurch as well. And from there on, it just kind of spread and it started spreading heaps. And the country was like, okay, we'll just go straight to lockdown level four and close all our borders and not let anyone outside for a few weeks. And that's what happened. We were in lockdown for about... I don't, I don't even know how long it was. Most of the time I was just high or drunk out of my mind. Yeah, man. Please. So it's school's closed too, right? Um, or, still, or they just still like how fucking school? Do you have to physically be in school nope. during this lockdown? Nope. We had what? online uh -huh. school and I um, also skipped on that for most of the part. Heck. <laughs> <laughs> I was too I busy playing that. Minecraft, man. That's a valid reason, definitely. You can't argue with Minecraft, my guy. Hell Holy yeah. Shit. No, man, but fucking hell. Well, that sounds fucking cool. I mean, here, pretty much the same story. I mean, essentially, you know, we were in lockdown multiple times now. Schools have been closed for, I believe, one and a half week. The, the third, fourth fucking time. I mean, we even have had lockdowns before the summer, right? Essentially, we've, we've been fucking around with Corona for quite some time, I believe. But yeah, I mean, I believe the fucking... How should I put it? I mean, the worst thing about Corona is that we really no, don't know when it's gonna fucking end, right? Yeah. Mutations coming out, and it probably might even go into more fucking mutations and shit, right? Is the vaccine gonna work in the first place, right? Even though people decide to say it's going to most likely, right? It's still most likely, it's not definitive, right? True shit. And second, right, I mean, my school's probably gonna be closed, and they've already announced they're gonna be closed for more time, right? And we still don't have a date on when it's gonna end, right? It is safe, I guess, but holy shit, it does rob people of their life, though. Holy shit. Yeah, it's definitely fucked up. Um, small businesses and shit like that. It's dead. Yeah. It's fucking dead, man. It, it's fucking just... Stock market economy has just been not the best, I believe. True, yeah. No, I mean, definitely small businesses go in the core, what's called bankrupt. Airplane, I mean, it should be airline services and shit. Also bankrupt. Holy shit. I mean, definitely not a good year for economy, if you ask me. Holy shit. I mean, depends where you spend the money. Depends where you invest in. Yeah. Um, it's opened up, like... Um, I was actually watching what what's his... MatPad, like, the dude who makes Game Theory and shit uh, like that. Yeah. I was watching himself. Food Theory, and apparently now, um, small businesses or even just food chains who don't have much clients because of, um, you know, because they can't have people in the physical, you know, restaurant or whatever. Store, yeah. They're Probably actually can. doing ghost kitchening for like, you know, the Mr. Beast Burger or, um, you know, other shit because there isn't like a physical location for the Mr. Beast Burger. It's just a virtual restaurant. Like you can order it online and a kitchen, for example, owned by whoever the fuck owns the kitchen will make it for the Mr. Beast Burger. 
and it's opened up that kind of business so i don't see it as a 100 percent negative it's kind of encouraged people to do delivery only and it's you know medically looked on it's it's safer than going in the restaurant yeah most definitely it's amazing the hygiene helps hygiene helps literally fucking everything i mean yo you don't need to physically be there and risk essentially getting the virus from older people around you which is the main way you get the virus which is bodily fluids mainly it's not like ebola that goes through air you know i mean essentially yeah so that is pretty amazing i mean definitely open new business opportunities but it kind of like what's called most of the small businesses doing uh, during this time of corona has pretty much like been eliminated you know true that games but the weakest to die you know what i mean it leaves the strongest if you ask me yeah that's kind of, the... sort of metaphor <laughs> yeah it's kind of I'm... fucked up for the small businesses and that's why here in new zealand they say um go and support locals for example local you know butchers or shit like that bakeries etc etc rather than going to like convenience stores where you can get everything indeed indeed yeah of course gotta help each other out in these rough times uh, of uh, yeah corona definitely i mean the way it impacts students mentally too is a thing i mean yo you know back back in the day when you could hang out with the homies in school you know hit the gym or hit uh, the town after school was a hell of an experience doing that now is just risky at this point true that so i believe that it also drags the mental state of students and, and not even students i mean the whole world yeah it, it kind of deprives them from a um physical social interaction which um has been shown to us to be quite a necessity to most of our lives well, most definitely i mean I do feel bad for those quote-unquote fucking social people who just hang out every single fucking day in town and do some stupid shit. I mean, you know, yep. I miss those times too, man, you know. You know, actually being fucking in class, even though some subjects are giga-fucking-boring, you know, you sit with the homies and you have a talk about some shit. I mean, you know, you kind of miss those days. Agreed. I mean, um, you know, yeah, I mean... I'm not going to talk too much shit because I'm enjoying, you know, sitting at home, not having to fucking drive an hour to college every single day you know what i mean uh, i can feel it has that its positives and it has its yeah negatives and positives i guess um hmm. yeah here on the other hand let me have a sip of tea <laughs> here on the other hand important we don't have much um corona so it's like we, we can still go outside and we can hang out Whereas in other places, you don't get that because shit is kind of, um, it's got a lot of factors to it. Mainly because in a lot of countries, it's really hard to close down the um, borders because of economy. And obviously, in t times like these, I believe that people should just be quite hard on it. And New Zealand in itself is a pretty small country. And it's like, you know, it's out in the ocean it's at the end of the world essentially and it's it's already hard enough to get shit into into the country so it's easy to close the borders here places like europe on the other mm -hmm. hand it's hard to close down the borders since people are so used to being able to travel within the eu just having their id indeed indeed and it's, now it's a whole different fucking yeah story. Now, now it's like, um, you know, some people are 
sacrificing other people's lives. They're putting other people's lives on, on stake so that they can either get money or so that they can get what they want. Like, there's a good example. There's, like, this guy who was in, um, you know, in quarantine. Um, you know, he was in isolation in a hotel, and he wanted to breach it just so he can get himself some booze, which was <laughs> pretty funny, yeah. but also kind of not cool. Well, I mean, the funny part, I guess, in a good context, I mean, it's probably fucking funny. I mean, if you see it, you know, let me rephrase that. I mean, without context, I mean, sure thing. But at the end of the day, that is risking a lot of lives. I mean, you know, there are people who have AIDS or no immune system whatsoever. Not disclosing yep. it only to AIDS. I'm just saying there are people in this world who are just, how should I put it, very, how do I put it, not immune to sicknesses, right? And yeah. the corona is very known for targeting weak spots in the body, right? At the beginning, it started with, elderly people suffering the most and now with the mutation coming now it's the youth hmm. it's not people who actually have a shitty immune system or can't take vaccines due to health issues right they suffer the most because there's not much they can do about it people who like the highest uh, types of aids right which completely strips you of any immune system whatsoever or people who have been vaccinated due to other issues with vaccines right or mainly due to their own health being at risk if they take a vaccine, right? They can't afford people going outside, you know, fucking around while having the virus, you know what I mean? True you know, that. It may be fun at first, but at the end of the day, it costs people, right? You put people at stake because there, are, because there are other idiots who do it, right? You're not the fucking only ones like, okay, I have corona, I want alcohol. <laughs> you know, sure, there are many like that, right? But at the end of the day, it really fucking makes people suffer. Maybe not directly, but it can spread from uh, to, from you to some other people, and then the other people that you even don't know about may spread it to those people who can't or don't have an immune system, and that's just you know, that's over. When it comes to money for health, right? I mean, you know, at the end of the day, I believe people and businesses are gonna have to prioritize economy to some degree, right? Yeah. But it, but it really depends on the scenario. It really depends on the context, right? A lot of business businesses already died down due to a very strict. Uh, due to the hygiene restrictions and shit like that. Excuse me. Uh-huh. No, essentially, yeah, mainly due to that, I guess. Due to fucking restrictions to how many people you can have at once. Due to some stores or restaurants not even allowing people inside for uh, hygienic reasons, right? And etc. Right? Yeah. But airlines, right, crossing borders, really depends on the state of the country, right? I mean, in Europe, our economy is not the shittiest, I would argue, or I believe. Right, but if you look at older places, then yeah, that that completely shifts the spotlight. I would say. Yeah, true that. Um, and hmm, my my view of it is when you get really dependent of you know something that you shouldn't really be dependent on. For example, the economy. Um, when it goes down, you kind of set yourself up for being screwed like oh well it's not around anymore the economy isn't doing so well now so it's kind of fucked how people get dependent on it and then people fall into you know depression and shit like that because they've been dependent on the economy indeed indeed i mean I definitely, what I can put this way, right, is that 
Now I believe the economy has just become more of a fucking gamble, right? Because a lot of businesses ev either went bankrupt or went really much down in stocks. Like, for example, let's say, and with, uh, with very little context attached to it, Twitter banning Trump. The amount of stocks they lost or the amount of worth they lost after they removed Donald Trump makes it way harder for people to invest right now as it most likely is not going to be worth it. But that also opens gambling opportunities, right? Back in the day when nobody believed in Tesla, a lot of people started investing into it, right, as a gamble. And watch, and look now, who invested 10K in it, 10K US dollars, are now millionaires. True that. It's pretty insane how it went, right? I mean, it opens gambling opportunities for markets, right? But yet again, if we're going to invest, right, let's say stocks or real estate in the days of Corona, I mean, I'm no economical expert, but I believe that it's pretty obvious it opens to more gambling opportunities, right? But if you're gonna, but uh, when you're doing it, right, people who invest usually have the money, right? I assume. Yeah, when it comes to investing, um, I I don't like investments that much. Like I would not put a lot of money in a such an unsure thing, mainly because I'm quite comfort zone orient orientated. If something works, I'll, I'll stick with it. And I don't like taking huge gambles because I get really overexcited. That's just in my case. But um, things like that, you know, like the same shit can apply to people who invested in the Bitcoin when um, it was first a thing. Like there were people screaming, oh, it's the, it's the money of the future blah 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 and the bitcoin would have been like you know you could buy a hundred bitcoins for like a hundred bucks and someone for example invests in that kind of thing and now they have like a hundred like more than a hundred thousand in bitcoin when it was rising in popularity like to be frank i once um tried opening a bitcoin wallet and i've had a few of them and um the I, I think the service that i was using i don't remember what it was called but i had to download the whole goddamn bitcoin transaction history and i kid you not half of it has happened since um the beginning of 218. uh-huh so bitcoin was highly used after 218 and it's insane it, it, yeah, it was I mean, 200 gigabytes of transactions fucking insane yeah honestly. i mean but I, we all i remember back when was it when bitcoin was released i don't know exactly when but i remember when 2011 I was way younger right yeah excuse me 2011 that's when it was created, I think, or released. I mean, around, uh, let's say around 2011, right? And back in the day, it wasn't worth shit, right? And that's the thing about investing, specifically in stocks, right? It is a gamble. You never know what's, what's going to happen, right? Because why usually people try to invest into more reliable stuff, like gold, right? Yeah, because the As value gold... of gold never changes or never goes down. Exactly, right? It always goes up. Not in a very big degree, but it will always be mostly positive. Unless yeah. we find another way to get gold that is not Mother Earth, I mean, you know, that depends. But yeah, essentially you invest into that and 
you watch the rise, right? But the same one thing was for Bitcoin. Another thing that made, in my opinion, Bitcoin very valuable was that it was very hard to track where it went. People started exploiting it. You know what I mean? Oh yeah. Um, it opens up like abusing it for um, you know, tax evasion, tax evasion. Yeah, and the the whole dark web market exactly. like the marketing there was built off bitcoin exactly that's untrackable banks have very little to known history i mean i'm no expert on it, but i believe that it's very hard to track if you do it like let's say on the dark web right i mean with all the systems set up to keep it private right the deep web the dark web even though there are people like polices, uh, police and shit on it already from before right it still makes it incredibly hard to track down currency that's not quote-unquote real you know what i mean yeah um actually more, more lately actually bitcoin has been um forced by the irs to give a whole history of their transactions and now people who do use bitcoin for illegal things get caught way easier like it's still a pretty hard yeah. process because it's still got like all the encryption of um its transactions and now people are starting to use a new currency called monero and um it's pretty interesting like um how it works it's got like a some sort of chain um i don't remember what it was called but i was reading about it and um like i'm, I'm gonna be frank i have used bitcoins for transactions on the dark web and um it's a pretty tough process getting through you have to have like this all of your shit set up like you definitely need um at least a vpn over onion or vpn over tor so that yeah, it wasn't a tour, yeah. yeah like you'd obviously use a tor browser for it but you have different kind of vpn encryptions like you could use a double vpn you could use a you could use a proxy as well and i would use a proxy a vpn over onion and um obviously i would not speak at all since i was doing it from my laptop and i'd obviously have my camera just had a nice sticker from those um lighters that i have i'd like rip off the sticker and put it on my camera it was pretty swag indeed indeed so yeah if they hack then they can't see shit yeah of course yeah I mean the thing about the deep web slash dark web, even though you have Tor, there are a lot of ways to actually get you, right? Um, IP tracker, right? You click on a link which has one letter differently than the original one, boom, they can get your direct IP address, right? True that. You have your uh, screen or full screen, right? They can track down your monitor size and start uh, digging to info from there, right? It's just, overall, it's a very scary process which can cost you more than it can benefit you, you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. It's just risky, right? But yeah, I mean, but even though before the IRS forced Bitcoin into giving out a history, right? Yeah. Even back then, it was, it was very valuable, right? It was, a lot of transactions have been made, right, already before. True I mean, that. are they trackable? I mean, if they released the whole goddamn history which they had on the servers, and even back then, you'd probably be fucked in worst case scenario. True shit. But still, even though they released uh, it, it's really hard. I, I don't know, I mean... I don't know if, how hard it would be to track down, even though you have the purchase list, right? I know how hard it would be to track exactly down. Like if people use VPNs and shit, right? Um, people know how to pull the system itself. But that really depends, man. I don't really know how 
Bitcoin when it comes to the Intel and IT collection goes. I have no not that much idea about it. There's um things like suspicious transactions, like beyond a certain amount. For example, money laundering. You'd see accounts that get in a lot of transactions and send in trans like you know money to other accounts and then you see that the other accounts sent hold a lots of money gets lot get lots of fucking money from other accounts from lots of accounts and they send in and you find like an account where all of the money gets stored and it's it's dumb because now there is like I think there's places where you can cash out bitcoins, and people get caught like that. Yeah, actually physically showing up and shit like yep. that. Yep. Oh no. I've read uh -huh. about a few of those. Um, it, it does happen. <laughs> it does happen, not Jesus very often, right. because people are not, like, people learn from that. There, There is, um, yeah. word spreads pretty quick um, via the news. It's um, pretty clean on you know the usual media like you'd have one or two things about bitcoin and probably about you know um oh e massive transactions from the um what was it called um the silver road account and you know have been happening lately that shit is pretty oh. popular because the Silver Road was a popular thing and it was a massive thing, you know, back in, I don't know, when, 216, 215? And oh. um, now, I don't get to see much news on the, on the you know, clear or the white media about, you know, illegal things like that. Whereas um, when I'd go into, like... What was it? It's called Darknet, I'm pretty sure. Like the Darknet forum. Yeah. Um, it was it was pretty swag um, reading about a lot of those stuff that happened. And, you know, you'd see, oh, meth dealer. And, for example, Australia was caught with, you know, lots of shit because he's been suspected. He got caught with two guns, blah, blah, blah. And it's quite um, funky how the cops and shit like that actually catch people real quick like not gonna lie that is their job and they're pretty damn good at it yeah man i mean of course i mean the hardest part of the beginning i believe with the whole dark net and dark web and deeper web right however you're not call it was essentially that at the beginning they needed to learn how to you know get through the web itself right how to navigate through it how to be able to break different things down right how to yeah. convince people that they're not cops even though they are on the dark web right I mean, usually the dark net or web or whatever you want to call it, it's not that easy to get fucking into, right? Based on that, usually you have to be invited, right? In the deeper parts of the dark web. Yeah. Why someone gives you access to it, right? And just that, that alone is pretty hard to get into from what I believe. Essentially. Yeah. But once you understand the dark net, you understand how it works, how the transactions go, how the dealers and people there are, you can start figuring out patterns. You can start figuring out how to do shit in an unknown territory it's way harder but now they had a couple of years to work on it right but it still advances right so you gotta keep up with it i believe yeah it's, it's pretty interesting hard. how top cyber security is getting these days too right yeah it's pretty interesting it's interesting to see because a lot of people come up with like really creative ways to go around it like i'm not encouraging that kind of shit but it's pretty fun 
to watch all of these creative stuff as someone who is quite interested in cryptology myself. Um, Ooh, fancy. Okay. Yeah, I played a game on the dark web, actually. Um, I think it was a... F I, I, I would feel really bad if I assumed the gender of the person who made it, but it sounded a lot like a girl made it and it kept going between like it was harmless it was essentially harmless because um there was there were no like you know fishing links or at least i think so but um it was mainly just a riddle and you'd have to figure it out and put in an answer to get onto the next riddle and at the end um it was something about um alice in wonderland and it was pretty tough figuring it out and even finding it, like, I looked for the answers on Reddit, and it was really hard to. I still don't remember what it was oh. called. I'm going to revisit it. It's It was a really nice riddle to go through. Like, if you remember, I was sending you a crap ton of um, cryptology stuff at one point. Yeah, I believe so, yeah. I, can't, I believe I remember, yeah. Yeah. I think Orlin would remember better if he isn't, you know dumb enough to not remember <laughs> you, you fuckers sent me a whole document on how to make different types of medicine <laughs> you fuckers gave a whole fucking process of how to cook like what the fuck man dude like you you fuckers are unreal i kid you fucking not i was laughing the whole fucking night after i saw what the fuck you started sending me you know well actually on topic of fucking you know dark web and shit you know I believe that people really these days, even our generation, even older generation, really underestimate the anonymity you can do, or you, the anonymity you have on the internet. Oh no yeah. How many VPNs? No many. How many spoofers, trackers, whatever? You know what I mean? No matter how deep we go, I mean, at the end of the day, some people underestimate it, and some people under overestimate it, right? I yeah. Mean, a lot of people believe that, yeah, you know, sharing a photo of themselves on social media. It's a harmless thing to do, I mean, you know, full name, full address, yeah, I visited this restaurant exactly three days ago, we had fun, family picture, I mean, you know, what is, what is your opinion on that? Hmm, I don't uh, particularly... State of cyber security these days. Yeah, well, um, I don't particularly like that so much. In my case, I keep my, um, you know, Instagram, for example, private because it's got some tags of locations that I've been at in that in that day. And obviously, um, you know, ha have my gist with having cool photos, but I wouldn't like anyone to be able to see them. And the thing with, um, you know, people who do the um, ma make it into a business account on their fucking Instagram, first of all, I find it really cringe having a drug addiction treatment center or a cemetery <laughs> <laughs> i don't find that funny i don't i fucking do holy shit could you imagine Ahem. okay you know what? maybe not maybe it's not the fucking <laughs> <laughs> could you fucking imagine graveyard fucking advertising to get people buried there instead of other cemeteries holy shit Oh, oh god. my fucking god, could you imagine? Get treatment in this health center. Instead of the older one, which nobody likes. I mean, you know, 
we can get into dark humor, but at the end of the day, it is, I mean, the idea itself of a cemetery, right? Um, having a business account on Instagram, <laughs> you know, it is controversial. I believe it's funny, right? I mean, <laughs> I mean, it really depends, you know? I mean, as you know, it depends what they're advertising, of course, because if I believe that, and let's say mental institute or like a psychological institute wants to like send out positive messages, right? Like let's say that if you're feeling depressed, not a bad thing, take care of yourself. You know, those motivational, you know, yeah. posts that we usually see on Instagram. Then that's props to them, man. Then really, you know, impacting people positively is always a good thing. But if you have a fucking cemetery business, which is advertised that they have the best soil for people to be buried in, you know? Mm. Then, yeah, if that's the case, right? Yeah, it's kind of fucked. But also, I don't, I don't see it funny in, like, you know, teenagers, for example. Or just people our generation putting that as their um, type of business they're doing, and um, oh, it's it's kind so of cringe. cringe. Yeah, it's kind of cringe. Like with the Jeez, drug addiction man. treatment center thing, it's like it's a it's a passive aggressive um, slight suggestion that you might be doing a lot of drugs, which Damn. you know. It's it's sad. It's really really sad. Mainly when you post it on your Instagram, for example. Oh my God! Look at how fucking stunked I am. Look at my fucking jaw, man. Look at how my fucking teeth are moving, man. It's fucking stupid. God, brother! Holy shit! I mean, no. And the funny part is. That, that's a public account and everyone can see it. Everyone can go on and click save on their photo, screenshot it, they can make fun of it, they can look at it. And it's all of these Damn. factors that come in and you're not anonymous at that point. Anyone can go and check up, for example, how you look. Of course. Everyone can see where you've been. Oh, God. That's exactly that. Information is power on the internet, right? And that's exactly fucking it. Wait, I mean... Because right now, uh, let, let me actually hang on to something real quick, right? I mean, the whole thing, you know, you are an 18-year-old Minecraft influencer. Holy shit, man. I mean, how was it? Bro, I'll never forget. I think it was like the what was two, three years ago, right? I mean, remember the times where people who smoked or drank at an underage would just post images on Snapchat, Instagram, or smoking weed or smoking cigarettes when they were not like even 16? Oh, yeah. That was so goddamn fucking cringe, man. But, I mean, the worst part is, I mean, and now I'm going to speak with respect because now we're getting a little bit into a little bit controversy, especially when it comes to Instagram, right? Yeah. As you mentioned, there are people actually like uh, business fucking requirements or what was called? No. Yeah, no. business account. When they have like in their, in their vlog, exactly, right? Like, um, I was in this uh, psychological institute and then full address of it, like, yo, check him out, you know? Yeah, it gets, you know what I mean, it just gets a little bit out of hand, I believe, you know? I mean, having a, okay, having a social media account, a marketing social media account, can bring you in big money through commercials, right? If yeah. If you have 100k followers, and somebody wants to get clout from you, and they buy out a shouter, right? Then you can really get good money of it, right? Because people view your content. Yeah. Right? If people view your content, that means there's place for commercials. There's place for commercials. It's, it's for a basic marketing, basically. 
That's actually right. It's marketability. So long as someone has uh, clout slash fame, they are essentially eligible for a marketing. They could do promotions or it, it's advertising. Advertisers want their product advertised by people who have the ability to be marketable, aka people with a lot of followers. Indeed, it makes a great business chain, honestly. And maybe not a business chain as in food restaurant, shit type of, like, you know what I mean, right? But more in exactly that, right? If you have fame, you can get commercials. You can get commercials, you can get money, right? You know what I mean? It makes a little place for growth, yeah. right? Depending on how you do it. And if you only get more fame and you and people invest into you, oh man, oh man, that's going to be good for every investor. And of course, you the most, right? Yeah. It kind of gets whack. It's not a business, right? Hmm? It kind of gets whack because you see all of these meme pages advertising girls from, you know, OnlyFans. Uh. <laughs> yeah. You might hate me, but I'm making bank, G. Yeah, but like, uh, you know, I gotta fucking put it this way. I, I follow these views account too, man. And you know, and one of them, I always, you know, respect it. Because you gotta bre get bread somehow, right? Yeah. I mean, I do get that. You gotta, you gotta, uh, you gotta get bread somehow, right? But I really, I really do those Instagram accounts where like, I'm very sorry, please forgive me, just need it for bread. Right, you know what I mean? Yeah. I respect that, right? If you really, you know what I mean? Because you have, of course, the what was it, the world star account on the Instagram that just posts only girls, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, I mean, you know, uh, you get the idea, right? As long as it's just for bread, you know what I mean? It's because kind of, course, of like... I'm happy to see a... Just go on, I've got my uh, fort saved up. Uh-huh. Like, um... Interesting, brother. <laughs> um... What I was going to say was, um, first of all, sorry for interrupting. And, um, hey, no stress. No problem, man. Thank you. Um, I kind of get, like, the OnlyFans thing. <clears throat> it kind of goes well with the corona that we talked about earlier. A lot of, you know, girls just turning 18 or 19 can't get a job because of corona. So they start an OnlyFans. And it works for them. They get money. But, you know, if you were an Instagram model beforehand, you have fame. Oh, yeah. And you, you can... You gain another type of popularity. You gain more followers because you have the ability to get advertised already by some of your followers. And you probably have the ability to get advertised because you have money from modeling and now here comes my um counter argument on this one is <clears throat> this might be old as fuck but bella fawn she made an only fans and bella. she got oh, a damn, crap ton of money within 24 hours and i am really pissed off about that she doesn't even need those money. She is already famous enough. And I like to say it like this. All the fucking simps want to see that, that, you know, that was smashed by Lil Peep. I mean, you know, they exactly, right? I mean, 
they invest money in it, they want to fucking see it. You know, you, they pay for poly. But what she did, wasn't she in the controversy where she said she's going to release nudes and she never did it? Didn't she bait for fans at some point? She did that what? too, but... Uh, oh, did. it was Doja Cat that did that. Oh, no, no, but no, no, but, no, no, but I believe it wasn't Bella Thorne too. I mean, from what I remember, I mean, Doja Cat, yeah, she said if she gets this amount of what's called, if she gets, what was it, number one, the Spotify list, she's going to show them the female organs, you know what I mean? Yeah, real right? hard. She was going to show her boobs real, real hard. hard. Yeah. yeah. So, so all of my hobbies there while we're blasting fucking <laughs> right? And you know, that's fine. Uh, that's fine. But then she lied to everybody and then now she belongs to the streets. It's you know kind I mean? of fair enough though. She didn't want to show her boobs, so she didn't do it. At least she manned up enough to say that she played everyone. Like she said, I played yep. y'all. And... She was at least honest about it. Whereas, like, yeah. you know, some other people can't men up about it. And they can't, you know, yeah. gain the courage to say that they've played someone. And then they just ignore it. They, they ignore the problem. And the thing with Bella Fawn that pisses me off is she didn't need that money. I don't care if she played her fans or not. Because I'm not a fan of Bella Fawn at all. If anything, I hate her because of the thing that she did. Like, there are people out there who are struggling to get fucking, you know, to get a job. There are people out there who are struggling to survive during this time. And here you are out there starting an OnlyFans and you're already rich as fuck. And you gain a million in 24 hours. I always wonder what would have happened if all of those money from OnlyFans went towards Wikipedia or something. Well, you know, I mean, the part of Bella Thorne, right, okay, so she is already fucking popular from before. She was already uh, bold and a star from before, right? And I mean, when it comes to, I mean, the way we approach, right, I really, okay, how do I put it in the right way, right? She had her followers. She saw what people wanted, and she wanted to make more money of it, right? Yeah. So she did. I am not mad at her that she, how do you put it? I mean, if you're mad at, okay, wait, let, we're going to jump to Belle Delphine soon, right? <laughs> what I mean essentially is, <laughs> what I mean essentially is that she had the followers, she knew she could make money of them, and the followers let her make money of them too. Right. Oh, wait, that reminds me of the Lorax. It was not the distributor. The it was not the distributor. It was the consumer's fault. Exactly. Eggs fucking act, right? You have I, opened my eyes. Is... Thank you, my guy. I'm happy that I may to some degree have opened your eyes. Well, I mean, it's essentially right. Like... Money, okay, no, I'm not gonna get into how money is limited and shit like that. No, no, no. What I mean is essentially this, right? Um, what I was about to say with the money was that money is not like gold, right? Money, we have way bigger quantities of compared to gold, right? And gold is too limited, and so is money, right? Because we don't have, I mean, if you want to argue that trees are a limited source, go for it. I mean, they might as well be, but we know very well that gold is a limited source. There's only an X amount of it, right? Which makes it valuable. But what I want to say essentially is this, right? She had the flowers from before. Yep. Right? She already was big on money due to the commercializing of her Instagram, you know, her social media platforms, right? To her fame. 
she already had a good life. She already had a good money. Mm-hmm. But she, but people asked her to make her OnlyFans, and she saw, you know, that's an opportunity for me to make more money. They've already seen me naked before, not mistaken, right? Mm-hmm. Then why not even make more money of it? You know what I mean? Do the same thing over, just make double the amount. You know what I mean? Yeah. She knew they wanted it, so she just repeated something she did back in the day, if I'm not mistaken, and there you go. Massive income. Right? I believe that she played everybody well. I, I believe that she played them. You know, she played it well. She got the cards. She played the cards well. She won. Right? That's, hmm. that's good for her. I mean, uh, you know, that's good for her. Right? She chose that that is the type of business she wants to do. Right? She took it. She did well. She won. You know, she won the money. Played the cards right. Holy shit. But if you we, we go to Belle Delphine, right, for a moment. You know, Belle Delphine finessed every single fucking simp there is. <laughs> Tell me I'm wrong. Go for it. I can't because How did Bella I can't. She sold bath water and shit got sold out before 24 hours went by. Do you get that shit? <laughs> she finessed everybody. And we all remember the bitch from what was 2019 or some shit, 2018, where she made that stupid fucking anime shit face, you know? And then look at her now. She finessed every fucking body. She trolled the whole internet and she won. You know, you gotta give her a well played at the end of it. Yeah. She literally finessed everybody. But I mean, at this point, she already, you know, she dropped the tape, if you know what I mean. So at this point, she has nothing more to finesse. The grand finale has been dropped. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'm glad this is a different kind of approach on it. Because I don't see a lot of people trying to approach this kind of matter on OnlyFans either. Um... I mean, it's a great way for, like, you know, as I said earlier, girls who are struggling with getting a job because of corona to earn some money. And it's obviously a good choice. Like, if if you want to do it, you can do it. But, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I'm not an OnlyFans girl, so I can't tell you for sure what it feels like for most of your attention to be from, you know... From your butt or something like obviously i prefer a quality um fan base rather than a quantity bro i will absolutely agree with you man i am not our only fans girl either my guy <laughs> i can't tell you the secret i can't tell you i mean but i will agree with you if the model behind um OnlyFans account, right? Because essentially, those on OnlyFans are models, right? You, I guess you can categorize them as models, right? As they uh, are models, they, you know, you know what I mean, right? Yeah. Essentially, OnlyFans models. You can you can call it however you want, right? But you get, I get, I guess you get the gist, right? If you're comfortable with yourself, if you like the job, if you believe you can go in in it with a smile, then that's very good for you that i'm really fucking happy for you to be proud of yourself if you find something you like you enjoy to do right then go for it if you are if you are all about a body positivity and you can and you're brave enough go for it you know what i mean then it's really fucking good for you you know then you have something to be proud of yourself if you can get yourself in if you can get yourself in that type of business and you really enjoy it right you're positive about it it's wow it's just good for you you know what i mean yeah it really is good yeah, I can I can totally agree with you. Like it's like 
Go, go for it, man. I already... Um... No, I'll you, brother. I'll you. Sorry for cutting you off, my guy. Go for it. I cut you off there, man. Um, in my opinion, it's given a lot of people opportunity rather than, you know, just being like, oh, um, get on and pay for my, you know, special Snapchat and, you know, private Snap and shit like that because that was... You remember those times? Like, you could literally go bounty hunting for girls like that who would be sell selling their private snap. And because they weren't paying tax, you could report them to the IRS, and the IRS would give you money. And I went round, I, I did that at one point. And I'm not gonna lie, evil fucker. I it was pretty bad. I do regret it because a lot of a lot of these girls um probably went real mad from it. Like, yeah. You're an evil man, man. You're an <laughs> evil fucking human being. I've done lots of things that I regret, man. But I'm pretty glad that OnlyFans exists at this point because it gives these people an opportunity to do it legally. And Indeed. without getting in trouble with the IRS. Exactly. Helping them out. Because it's been already done before, right? But now they can do it in a safe way that's comfortable for everybody. Yeah. And I believe that's a very fucking good thing, really. Because we could have mm, private Snapchats, just like that, right? Because essentially, only fans is a private Snapchat, but you just get it permanently, you know what I mean? Yeah. You get access to it as long as you pay for it and pay for a new content, right? It's way more safer than just... Adding some random girl on a private Snapchat account, right? Yeah. You know, essentially. It's kind of also um, eliminated the business of e-whoring. Like, uh -huh. e-whoring business. Oh, yeah, you mean like... Catfishing. Yeah, I, I know what you're talking about. I mean, what... what? Yeah, cat... Exactly, right? Not only that. Um, what was the site called? You know, the... Um, what's it called? The Cam Girl site that people used to fucking go on all the time. Not Pornhub, because Pornhub does have a live function. We're not talking about Pornhub. We're talking about what the fuck was it called? Not only fans, but there was like this. Cam Girls? What was it called? Cam Girls, right? Man, do you remember the times where people started VTubing and, and real Cam Girls got mad at fans because they started dropping real humans for a fucking VR chat avatar? <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, you know, like VTubing is becoming a thing these days too, though. Like holy shit. But yeah, you know, let's keep it, let's keep it to fucking OnlyFans. I mean, yeah, definitely. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, yeah, essentially right. I mean, I definitely it really helps like the working space around it. You know what I mean? It really helps it out, I believe. Yeah, definitely. It helps it out. Just make it safer for everybody. It makes it more um, comfy for both the creator and the users, you know what I mean? True, that. Yeah, and I believe that it's uh, really better, it's way better than just using, you know, private Snapchats and shit like that, where you can get in trouble from literally everywhere, you know what I mean? Yeah, true, that. Yeah. It also um, removes the sort of sense of guilt in some cases. Like, obviously, you're still going to feel guilty because a lot of people have an upbringing where they're told, you know, masturbation, bad sex bad oh, that shit. yeah like uh, go, evolution going the opposite fucking <laughs> direction going back to monkeys yeah oh do not touch your um the little organ it is not good <laughs> jesus will smite you i mean you, you know i'm sarcastic here you know as somebody who i mean you know where i live you know being christian is just a tradition right 
you get you become Christian when you're like what is it 15 years old just to get money from the family and then you never mention it again you know what I mean yeah that's the way it works here that ass that's the only reason people become rel quote unquote religious in Norway right essentially Brum but I guess you get the idea right I mean you have Norwegian families who are just like yeah okay you so you can have a wedding in the church go now they go to like a camp where they are for like two weeks they rehearse Bible verses and shit there you go, you're officially Christian, here you go, here you have a sports bike, here you have a car, here you have two million dollar villa, have fun, you know, and then, hey, that's why I ask you, the religious person comes over, what are you, um, I, I don't believe in Jesus, you know, and it's like, well, okay, well, you know, yeah, but yeah, definitely, you know, I mean, the whole upbringing, you know, when it comes to, you know, upbringing of a child, I mean, holy shit, man, I still believe personally, but it's only a personal opinion, that, Religious upbringing, depending on how you do it, can be both harmful and positive, right? I mean, essentially, everything can be a double-edged sword, you know what I mean? Yeah. Everything has positives and everything has negatives. There's, no, there's never only a one-sided thing, you know? And that's the thing, right? So, I'm not going to talk too much. I guess I don't really have too much of an opinion on religion, right? Mm -hmm. But what I can is definitely, yeah, if you limit your child, right, if you limit your kids of a lot of things, just because a book says, I mean, now I'm being very disrespectful, but I'm with no offense intended, right? If yeah. you force something upon your kids without the kids understanding it, then you're not doing something good, right? The whole that just because, um, or no, I'm going to put it differently. Because Lord Jesus says that you can't use, um, you know, masturbation. They should never do it. They never get told why, right? You know what I mean? Most yeah, of the time. a lot of the stuff and like very extremistic uh, yeah. religious uh, Christian uh, families here. A lot of these rules in, um, you know, the Bible and, um, you know, in general Christianity or even in religion, they aren't explained to why you can't do them. Like, for example, with the masturbation thing, it can become an addiction and it's not a hundred percent you know healthy to be beating your meat a few times a day yeah and it's not explained to you why for example you shouldn't you know what was it don't look at your neighbor's wife slave or donkey and you're not told that that's like um you know a pre it's a it's kind of a it's got two meanings i think it's like appreciate what's your own and don't look um don't compare yourself to what your neighbor has and what you don't have indeed and it's not explained exactly i mean if you understand right the way you explained it i believe was a very good way right uh, don't do it because and because right and essentially about when it comes to doing the deed if you know what i mean right then yes it is if you get an addiction then yes your mental health will go down right there are there is actually you know if you are like let's say addicted to pornography then that can actually in worst case scenarios ruin your life you know what yeah I mean? if you because it's a psychological study too right which says that if that people who watch a lot of pornography right when they get a girlfriend, they just don't fucking know how a sexual intercourse is supposed to look like, right? People get ashamed because the poses those fuckers do, you know, on the holy site, if you know what I mean, <laughs> are so fucking, you know, insane that people think that it's a normal thing to do, right? 
starting to stretch the female in multiple fucking positions like a circus clown, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. You get the point, right? And yeah, it is true, right? I mean, from my, I read a few studies actually written by master degree psychologists, essentially, which went something according to the line that if you really get addicted to pornography, you might not be able to reproduce as you'll be so dragged into the world of, you know, shit that is untrue, like, you know, pornography is, you know, acting, essentially, that you won't be able to get it up, you know what I mean? Or you won't be able to do the deed, right? Because you just are used to something completely different. Yeah. Right? It is addictive. But then a lot of other things are addictive too, right? Alcohol, drugs, nicotine, sugar, right? Yeah. Caffeine. Food in general. Caffeine, you know? The point is that if we're going to go to specific materialistic things, then... There's this one saying, which I always keep close to heart, is that everything is for humans, but in specified doses, you know what I mean? If you have too much water, you'll die. If you have too much food, it will lead you to your death. If you have too much sugar, you will die. If you have too little food, you will die. If you have <laughs> too much sugar, you will most likely die. If you have too little water, you will die. If you don't you have enough air, you die. Yeah. But if you have too much air, you're going to pass out and probably die if you continue hyperventilating, right? Yep. Essentially, or if you if you pass out, you know what I mean, right? But at the same time, you can look at it from different directions, right? If you drink half a liter of cyanide, you will fuck. <laughs> yeah. But if you drink half of a small teaspoon of cyanide, you probably will survive. You know what I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, everything can kill you, right? In speci in specified doses, right? I mean, bro, like. There's no, yeah, bro, okay, let me put differently. You can die from everything, you know what I mean? Yeah, essentially, that's pretty true. You can eat, for, you can be chewing on your child, your, your toys from your childhood, and then you find out that they've got, like, <laughs> the fucking child. dude, dude, okay, the so childhood yeah. toys, some of them, like, mainly the old ones would have lead on them, and when you start chewing on ah, them... Shit. You know, the lead paint kind of gets yeah. into you and you can't get rid of the lead. And with too much lead in your body, you know what happens from there. Uh, we know what happens from there. Ciao, ciao. Hasta la vista, baby. <laughs> yeah, man. That's actually not good. Not good. Ciao, ciao. Real smooth. Not good. Ciao, ciao. Real smooth. What do I do there? Fucking graveyard at Instagram is marketing. Holy shit. Uh, because the soil is better there than any other skeck. Yeah, man. I mean, oh, essentially, God. right? And yeah, I mean, you can die from everything, bro. If you get, like, if you cut, you know, let's put it this way. I mean, if you can die from grass, if you eat too much grass, <laughs> you will die, right? I mean, if you cut yourself with grass to the point where you, I mean, I know a grass, no paper cut, right? And if you're gonna paper cut your fucking, you know, if you were to go deeper in your artery with a paper cut, I mean, you're probably gonna bleed out to death, you know what I mean? Like, there's the easiest way to die, bro. I mean, you know what I mean? You can even die with a chewing toy if you start chewing on it and it gets stuck, you know what I mean? Yeah. At the end of the day, I believe that everything can kill you. I mean, you know, why am I saying this? Because it takes us back to the thing that everything is for humans but the specified doses, right? Essentially. Yeah. Right? And that takes us back to uh, how addictive different stuff can be and how addiction can lead to worse scenarios right mm -hmm. i mean addiction has never come i mean you know usually if, we're, if we were to go to addiction for a moment right i mean addiction usually happens because something is missing right or it's used as uh what do you call it, substitute for something or an you know escape I mean? or an escape exactly right like we're always 
told in schools, right, in books, in the Bible, that drugs are a no-no, alcohol is a no-no, you know what I mean? Yeah. But at the end of the day, one of the most, one of the biggest flaws of us humans is curiosity. It's also one of the strongest feelings in the human body or in the human brain, that is curiosity, right? Oh, yeah. We've been told throughout all kindergarten, all like, you know, what's called primary school, that drugs are bad, don't do them. They kill, right? Mm -hmm. But if you are like, let's say, 18, and you're in a party, and somebody, and, and somebody gives, and somebody uses that for a buzz, and says, take it, it's safe, then you have some people who are mentally strong and say, yeah, I, I really don't, re I don't really want to. And you have people who are like, okay, fuck it, I'm curious, let's try, you know? Yeah. But the other day, when we come to drugs, drugs are used in way too many places, right? They're used illegally, they're used legally as medicine, you know what I mean? Yeah. There's just, drugs are a hell of a big, what's called, blob of information and uh, blob of curiosity and blob of uh, controversy, you know what I mean? Yeah, of controversion. And propaganda too, like, um, what, what's it? I think the perfect example would be psychedelics like um, LSD and psilocybin mushrooms. They were, they were completely banned in the 60s for not even scientific reasons but for you know the vietnam war and because people were protesting that people shouldn't go to war you know take acid instead come oh, on the man yeah, the whole peace hippies. yeah, yeah all the hippies the sad peace, part is go smoke the grass the <laughs> stop fighting with our love each other. one spliff a day no. keeps the evil away <laughs> you know i mean of course man you know yeah I mean, you know but the biggest problem with banning drugs at certain places i mean you know i mean i don't know that much history about drugs because i've never really been into them right i am not really you know i've never done drugs i've never gotten addicted to drugs nicotine alcohol you know but i've never done drugs in my life i can say that uh, pretty safely right you know what i mean Mm -hmm. I know the theoretical effect, so I don't see any reason to experience the practical effect. Even though a lot of people say it's a good thing to experience, right? Right now, I've never really got the interest to do it. I'm not saying that drugs are bad, but at the same time, I'm not saying drugs are good. I'm more in the middle. I'm just, what do you call it, the no man's land, you know what I mean? Yeah. I just stay and watch and want to just understand it from a, pro from a professional's viewpoint, you know what I mean? I don't necessarily Before, I um, I'm not... enjoy sugarcoating the the drugs I, I see a lot of people say like oh lsd is like the wonder drug you can achieve so much with it you know just you can like achieve something that would take like 60 therapy sessions and i think that's absolute bullshit like sure it works for some Maybe. people but there's some people out there who are really not supposed to be taking tabs like you know, I hadn't taken acid throughout the whole school year. And um, when I first oh. did it this summer, I, I actually showed up to a party. And um, uh -huh. it was it was good, but it wasn't the best environment for that drug. And that is the thing with... Um, oh, yeah, that's the thing with psychedelics is that people sugarcoat them. People sugarcoat a lot of drugs. They don't talk about the negatives. Like, you know, people can go nuts from acid. Like, Definitely real nuts. Right. Um, yeah. I was 
psychosis involved probably most of the yeah. time. Yeah. Schizophrenia. I mean, I Schizo yeah, of course, if you go schizophrenia and you do psychedelics, holy fucking shit, you must have a very fucking interesting trip. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. From before, by just having fucking schizophrenia and then just, oh shit, let me double the effect real quick. You know? Holy shit. Yeah. I mean, you know? Oh, jokes aside, but... though. Um... Yeah, jokes aside, yeah. It's serious shit. It is, they are being super called too much. I mean, one of the biggest problems, I believe, is that people made it illegal, right? Back in the day, if I'm not mistaken, in some countries, you could get weed and you could get some sort of drugs, right? From a professional shop, right? Where you had professionals. Yeah. You know what I mean? You had safe contributors, you had the people who knew what they were doing, you, you were getting them from professionals that knew what the fuck they were doing and knew that too much of this and this, this chemi chemistry element might be too much for you or might be deadly, right? But after banning that and the business owners going, you know, bankrupt, you don't see any more professional distributors of some type of uh, drugs. So what does this do to the community? Well, that means that drugs are going to be sold illegally by non-professionals. Yeah, which means... Because, oh, if you add this extra amount of this type of acid, you're going to be tripping 10 times harder than a normal one. You know what I mean? Yeah. They're going to take it and then they die, you know what I mean? Because they trip so fucking hard, they get a fucking, you know, schizophrenia attack or some shit like that, or just like a fucking, what do you call it? Um, you know, side effect. <laughs> what's it called you, it? you can get like i i have experienced um hppd which i don't know what it's what the long words for it were it was it's a hallucinogen persisting perception disorder which means that Jesus Christ. for example after like long after the trip you could still experience as if you're still tripping aka flashbacks i get those pretty damn often like a few days ago i was looking at this table and you know i would start seeing all of the curvatures on my peripheral vision like everything is starting to move and to breathe and the whole table is wobbling as if it's liquid and when i snapped out of it i was like holy shit that was fucking intense and that was about a week or two after I had last taken acid and people don't talk much about that people don't talk much about the acid come downs like I had a really really tough acid come down once where I was just in agonizing pain like obviously I was drinking a lot of booze while I was tripping which could be the main factor um, why I was in a lot of pain but that's still a combination it definitely yeah. is. I I enjoy like a ethanol. small drink, with man with ethanol, it. nicotine, and you add the uh, what's called drugs to it. Man, at least you did not drink the tree alcohol, methanol. Yeah. What's called right? Wasn't wasn't it methanol? Methanol. Methanol was uh, yeah it was methanol yeah. Yeah. Broke that uh, you know, some people make jokes about it, but believe me. That three alcohol is illegal for a good fucking reason. Wood alcohol too. Yeah, wood alcohol. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Methanol. Wood alcohol. Man, if you want to get blind for the rest of your life, have fucking fun. You know what I mean? Yeah. If you want to role play the chick from Avatar, which is completely blind, then <laughs> go for it. You know, Tough. I don't care. Tough, indeed. Person is fucking about to like, what's it fucking called? Living with fucking underground fucking mole rats. Imagine. <laughs> Beavers and moles. 
Mastering Earth. Holy shit, man. That's like a hell of a job for a fucking geologist. Oh, man. Holy fuck. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I mean, you know. <laughs> well, I, well, I caught you off, so I'm sorry. But yeah, that's a bad combination. Nicotine, ethanol, and any type of psychedelics. I believe that. Any type of drug, excuse me. Mixing chemistry is not a good thing. Definitely. It's like mixing Red Bull and vodka. It's not going to go well at the end of the night. You know yeah, I mean? for sure. Um, I have actually done my research on mixtures. Um, it's essentially harmless mixing booze and um, acid, but it they do do they they definitely react. The booze um, lowers interacts with the acid in a way that it it doesn't potentiate the acid. It lowers its effects. You, you don't feel them as much. And that's why a lot of um, schizophrenics are actually alcoholics, because it helps them not be delusional. It's their only way of functioning. Damn, man. That's actually pretty sad to hear, man. I mean, you know, I believe that, yeah, man, it's, it's tough, I believe. Well, I'm going to say that I condole for that. I mean, you know, if you think about it, right? Having to either be drunk or just see delusions, I mean, you know what I mean? Yeah. It is fucking kind of rough to think about it, right? Holy shit. Yeah, man. And if we get into that territory, I believe that you just know way more about that than me, I believe. Which is a good thing, right? Yeah, I mean, I, I personally um, don't enjoy putting something in my body without reading the label. It's like, you no, know, it's taking like an over-the-counter medicine without reading the label and then you get surprised by all of the side effects and, oh, well, I'm sorry, but that's, I guess, your fault for not reading the label. And, <laughs> you know, obviously you can't blame every drug incident on drugs alone because it's not, m most of the time it's not even the drug itself. Like, there are... um impersonating drugs like there are fake drugs out there like for example there is this there there was this drug it actually showed up in my email that was um roaming around new zealand that was you know being mdma in brackets which you know it wasn't actually mdma but it had similar effects to it but it was worse and a lot of the times they have a different dosage level so people die yeah. from, you know, for example, bath salts, like Hexen oh, or Flaka, instead of, you know, they think they're buying MDMA, but they get something like Flaka. And I haven't had that problem with MDMA. I had that um, issue with some weed. Like, a friend of mine in class, um, we were going to smoke weed after school. And... Um, I, I already had like a half-smoked joint in my bag and um, he just gave me his bag of weed and it was a really ominous bag of weed. It had white powder and purple powder and lots of grinded up weed. And there is one lesson that I was taught when I first moved to New Zealand and it was like, never buy pre-grinded weed. And for a good reason. Oh, yeah. For a good reason never buy pre-cut stuff because it's usually cut with something else and i learned that um the tough way because uh -huh. 
I took that bag of weed and he was like, you know what, man, you can have this. And it was, it was a lot of weed. And he was like, I'm going to go and get in a fight because I don't know why, but he wanted to get into a fight. He was probably on something because who the fuck just gets up and decides to not smoke weed and go and get in a fight. Here we go. Actually, but I like you. Here we go. I shit out to beat some bitch up. I mean, you know. I kind of like that, man, you know, kind of manliness. I mean, I like that hype up. Fucking seems like an alpha male, but then giving away fucking weed for free. And, yeah, it's I mean? a it's bit like, weird. I can definitely agree on that. It's a bit weird. It's a bit sus, and obviously, I was, I was, I was quite desperate to get, you know, stoned at that time. So I went over to one of my friends' house, and I rolled this massive joint from my weed and his weed, and I, you know. I go outside and I smoke that shit and it tasted foul as fuck. And and obviously at one point I was like, dude, this is fucking laced. And I was just staring at it and I was shaking. I was shaking a little bit and I was like, oh, fuck. That's fucking bad. Yeah. And the dude, Gee. the dude was telling me, yo, it's too expensive to lace stuff here. And I was like, look, man. It had purple and white powder in it. I'm pretty sure this isn't only weed. And after about 20 minutes, I'm I'm shaking uncontrollably. And I'm feeling like I'm about to crack up open out of myself. And I was like, yo, can I roll a cigarette? And I was trying to roll this cigarette as my hands are shaking uncontrollably. So I went to the toilet, uh, you know, in the bathroom. I rolled my cigarette there. It was a tough time rolling. It was really bad. Anyways. I believe you. I believe you. I finally oh, left. And I um, decided um, I would just walk home. Because I was way too out of it to be on the bus. But, you know, the usual assumption is you're too out of it to walk. So you'd get on the bus. But I was... Yeah. Yeah, I was a little bit under the influence. So it was not what? that... Yeah, I mean, when you smoke weed that's laced with a very powerful stimulant called hexin, which is a bath salt, which... You figured out that it was hexin. Yeah, I, I took a drug Jesus test and it Christ. did come up with alpha PVP in my blood. And I was like, ooh, that was not very good. You know, in my piss. Oh my lord. Yeah, of course. Yeah, but what the fuck, man? Holy shit. Hexin salts on fucking damn man damn holy shit and that's why we should that that's why you should have professionals dealing that shit like back in the day yeah not fucking the people who just want people to get the biggest boss ever because i mean i believe one thing i did here is that of newcomers to drugs like lsd methamphetamine or you you get the idea right heavy drugs mm -hmm. is that the bigger the boss the better the time right yeah and that's not always correct, is it? The stronger dose, the better time, right? It doesn't necessarily correlate to dose, in my opinion. Um, with my experience, I've actually... Um, the only thing that really counts with dose um, is acid and weed. I don't necessarily see any point in taking huge amounts of booze or, you know, huge amounts of MDMA or, you know, even just 
huge amounts of weed in general. Like, I like having a good buzz, but for me it comes when I mix stuff. So, for example, um, I'd get drunk, and, you know, being drunk opens up your blood vessels. And then I'd smoke some weed, and, you know, that's the science behind getting... Yeah, it gets directly in there, and you feel lit. It's it's a good time if you get yeah. the timing right, and um, you know even if you, yeah, even if you take acid, and then you smoke weed. It's pretty it's pretty alright. I like the mix because you don't have to necessarily go to um, a point where you're in the tipping point because at some point at sometimes, I notice myself not having enough weed to have yeah. the buzz that i want Damn. Mm. i mean from what i get i mean there's another good combination i heard which is caffeine and coffee actually what the fuck am i saying nicotine and coffee or nicotine and caffeine they're both stimulants yeah. yeah they're both stimulants well, i mean uh, what i did mean though uh, um, is that what i meant with doses is that you have for example let's take psych Psychedelics, right? And psychedelic. What I meant is that some people that if I if I got correctly here, if you take multiple psychedelics, right? Oh, there's oh. one, right? But if you inject a bigger amount of the chemical substance that gets you to that buzz, you know what I mean, mm -hmm. into one single tablet, that that's a better experience. Do you believe that's true or do you believe that's bad? What's your opinion on like, you know how to do? How should I put it in the right way? overpowering a tablet you know what i mean you mean different kinds of ways of taking drugs like injecting or oral i mean essentially uh, okay let me try to explain it because fucking hell i seem like my vocabulary is shit today you gotta excuse me for that why oh, is so that? good drugs are made in a certain way if i'm not mistaken right they, they, there are multiple chemicals for example to create mdma yeah why there is that people put in stronger like chemicals into it to make them stronger if that makes any sense you know what i mean oh you mean like different chemicals like for example yeah, essentially right oh like for example mixing mdma and meth so that you get a Something bigger like that, yeah. buzz out of it huh well because that's what you said was that people buy drugs under the name they think is right like as you said that it's mdma right but actually it's a different drug that is way more fucking stronger than mdma right you know what i mean yeah um that's what i meant i hmm. mean i i fucked up the fucking chemical part what i meant is just that they put it in a different name and give it different chemicals to the point where it's not the same thing it's way stronger and way deadlier that's why i fucking oh i like the bath salts thing instead of mdma yeah exactly yeah yeah uh, it's that's it's Why not really for the users like the users a lot of them would notice if they are experienced users and safe users like i know a lot of people who would buy testing kits which is something that i would advise if you know a listener here is planning to do drugs like right now in new zealand you have free drug testing because of the summer festivals and it's completely legal. That's an amazing thing, yeah. Yeah, like... That's a fucking amazing thing. It can save your ass. Yeah, exactly. It really can. It can save those unexperienced people who do not know these things, who are just getting into it, right? You know, there's a difference between 
the experienced user and somebody who wants to get a buzz off at a party once or twice in his life to just get the experience, you know, due to curiosity. Exactly. That can really fucking save lives due to now drugs being, you know, illegal and unprofessional cookers or whatever you want to call it, right? Make them, you know? Yeah. So, yeah, definitely. And I believe that's the amazing part, opening free fucking drug test stores and stuff like that. It's amazing. Um, it really fucking is. It's not about unexperienced cooks, um, really. Um, a lot of the stuff that I have had have been, like, quite pure. And, like, mainly my acid and my MDMA, mainly because they're really popular drugs in general. They have been quite pure. And ironically enough, I have a story where um, I had a bag of MDMA, which I didn't test, which I had a feeling that was laced with meth. And yeah, anyways, that's a different story. I think that um, what happens is the people who sell the drugs or the people who distribute them or gangsters or whoever the fuck tries to make profit from it, they lower the concentration of that drug. For example, you have, you know, half a gram of MDMA, like pure MDMA, probably a little bit MDA, which is, you know, it happens from some sort of weed of the MDMA. And, you know, it's pretty much impossible to have a 100% pure. But what happens is people cut different drugs or they just cut baking soda or you know a random rock in there and you don't know what it is like you put in a cheap drug with an expensive drug that is similar in you know effects for example you have um what's it called um i think its stream street name is meth kitty and um it's not methadone i need to know what it's called um It's a substitute for, um, cocaine. And, you know, people buy it. People, people got, get sold that shit. And it's fucked because it's not what you think you're buying. And people end up dying because they're doing a drug that's not even the drug they think they're buying. Indeed. Okay, that clears it a little bit up. All right, you gotta excuse my fucking vocabulary and misconception, essentially. Because now I fucking, I believe uh, I now understood what the fuck I said wrong, right? So essentially, what, so if I got right, they redo the drugs after they're finished for the purpose of profit. Mm-hmm. Or edit them, quote-unquote. Yeah. Right? That's the thing. That's, the exa- that's what I meant. Not fucking experience cooks, but like, the way that people, like, fuck around with the drugs... With unexperienced, I meant in a harmful way, essentially, right? Because w- why I chose the word or the specific um, word unexperienced is that they take so much of these different types of chemicals that for a user it's close to deadly. Yeah. Or just straight up harmful, which is not intended to be at the beginning, right? It's also. That's a better way of explaining. It's also kind of stupid because you're killing off potential clients. Like, why wouldn't you want to mix your shit? Like, if you wanted it to get, a- if you wanted to get away with it, the smart way to go about it would be to, you know, evenly mix out your doses 
with the substitute chemical. But it seems like people who are um, drug suppliers do not have that kind of brain capacity to do so, or they're just too lazy, or they don't care about their clients. Indeed, indeed. Yeah, man. No, I mean, at that part, I mean, that's why I, that's why I believe originally that, you know, or no, let, let me rephrase it a little bit. That's why I believe that the drug testing in New Zealand is such a crucial thing these days that we should have over more countries and shit. Because really, knowing, thinking you bought, let's say, weed, and then you see it's fucking already pre-crushed with uh, what's called, as you call it, bath salts, or like, yeah. or what you thought is MDMA being a different fucking drug, which is way stronger than you ever wanted it. Right, can save lives, can really save your ass. It really fucking can't, right? Yeah. But after they made every single drug, besides weed illegal, you know what I mean? In most of the countries, I mean, even weed, even if le- uh, weed was illegal, you know what I mean? If you don't have professional people who do it legally, who, uh, who distribute them, you know, safe, then we're gonna get to the points where drugs are gonna start killing and hurting more than actually, you know, even the original effect of a buzz, if I'm not mistaken. I mean, weed in, in particular is actually pretty harmless, so long as it's not like, you know, synthetic weed, which is a completely different topic. They look yeah, yeah. different, they just look different, and um, I've had cinnies before. They suck, they're really not worth it. Is it that bad? Yeah, it was legal, because, um, you know... It just bypassed the law. There was a loophole in New Zealand. Um, You know, you couldn't sell, um, you know, you couldn't get weed with the chemical THC in it. So people made an isomer of THC, which is synthetic cannabis. And it bypasses the law because it isn't THC. It's, you know, THC 2-3 or, you know, (laughs) 4-THC. Or whatever. Jesus Christ. And it bypasses yeah. the law, and it's way, 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 way worse, way better. You know, it's just ten times worse than actual weed is. Like, obviously, if you smoke too much weed, you'll become kind of dumb, or if you smoke as much as Snoop Dogg does, you'll become Snoop Dogg, which is, you know, not a bad thing. But not a lot of people could probably <laughs> handle nice that. Cake. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And the funny part yeah. about um, a lot of these drugs being illegal is a lot of them are illegal because they harm. They because they cause harm, obviously. But indeed, I've uh, I don't know. When it comes to psychedelics, they pose virtually no physiological toxicity like lsd for example has a really low toxicity rate relevant to those and um you know that's whack why is something like that illegal when it can be regulated when the only issues that come with from it really are when you have a bad trip or if you have a pre-existing mental condition like depression anxiety or in worst cases if you are bipolar and you take acid you will worsen those pre-existing conditions or for example schizophrenia 
And it makes absolute no sense to me because the only reason that they're illegal is because they change um, perspective and, you know, it, change, it changes people's perspectives on, you know, society and how things should be run. And that's really bad, for example, for the economy or um, the industry. Because people start realizing how pointless it is to do shit. Like, for example, um, I don't know, like using a currency. Like, it's pretty funny and iconic at the same time. You know, you take acid and then you go to the mall. Um, <laughs> the story goes for like me. Idea, but... Yeah, but it, it's just like you, you look at all of these people as everything is kind of moving and... I don't know. For me, my peripheral vision gets kind of fucked. You can you can definitely see it wavy or crossed, or you can see X's and colors start moving about. I can't remember the tripping part, but I can remember my actions. I went out to buy this microphone. Ah, shit. I pulled okay. up to where the shop was. You know, the not the no leaming, and I see budget chemist. And I'm like, wait, where the fuck is the Noel Leeming? And then I went on, I went around, I went back to the bus stop, and I was still tripping my guts out. And I tried talking to this Indian guy, and I was like, yo, man, do you know where the Noel Leeming at? And he, he, he just looked at me, and he was like, man, I don't know anything. I don't know anything. I think he knew that I was tripping, because he, he just walked away from me and at some point i decided uh -huh. you know what i don't know where the fuck the null leaming is they might have moved it somewhere and i had one guess where it was and it actually turned out to be there but i was too oh, unsure i was too unsure and i didn't want to go in the wrong direction so i went to the mall and i i i don't know if i'm ashamed from this but i went in through the most furthest away entrance to the mall that I could find and I, I and I did something like going through a labyrinth I don't even know what the fuck happened but I walk into the mall and everything just seemed so dumb it just seemed so pointless like why would people come here you know you could be out enjoying your day the same way I am because I felt like I was about to do something really special and meaningful and a lot of people can have that experience even without doing drugs or in specific acid or psychedelics and instead you you kind of just lock yourself in having you know i have to do this no you want to do it because otherwise you won't get something that you want so you feel like you have to do it anyways could you, i finally could you <laughs> uh, no sorry continue no, i'm gonna ask it later Holy okay shit. i finally found a spot where there was wi-fi because i didn't have data and i went onto google maps and i swear on god every word sounded the same every word looked the same Every person looked like they were looking at me, and my phone was just moving. It was, like, becoming fatter and, you know, longer, and then skinny and fat and, you know, short and fat, skinny and tall, and it was just phasing between that. And at some point, it just, you can see the dents in it, and it would start 
pulsating. And I'm trying to, you know, navigate on this phone while it's moving. And uh, it was a pain in the ass. At some point I found, you know, the place where I was supposed to go. And it turned out to be where I guessed it would, I, I would need to go. And I screenshotted it. <laughs> exactly. And I walked in the wrong direction. <laughs> and I had to go the long way. I, I walked by the rain, like, the railway um, track for about 15 minutes with, with my headphones on, just listening to some um, indie music. It was like Dan Deacon. Um, I think it was Pink Batman by Dan Deacon. It was just the song that it goes on repeat for pretty much the whole time. And it was great. I was looking out. It was windy. It was sunny. And it was hot. I had my shirt, like my really cool shirt on. And I was like, fuck yeah, I'm about to go and buy this mic and have the best day of my life. And guess what? I finally found the Noel Leeming. I got to the Noel Leeming. I oh, got the mic. And I went outside and oh, I was like, fuck yeah, that was fucking cool. Now I time to go home. And um, yeah, I, I, I had the best day of my life um, when I was tripping. And yeah, I think that it should be regulated because then, um, you know, you can have therapy discussions. You know, you can have therapy while on acid. It helps people kind of open up. But only in professional, um, yeah, professional environments where you can where you can actually get guidance from a um, psychotherapist in which direction to guide you through the trip. I don't think self medication is a good way to go about it, <laughs> but no, I will agree. I will agree. Yeah, I I definitely prefer the self medication. Because it works uh, for me. Then I do have fucking questions, though. Okay, first of all, let's get into the pre-sequel, okay, of the story. What the fuck was your idea? <laughs> you, you know, did you just fucking wake up from the wrong side of the bed, stood up like, holy shit, I'm gonna get buzzed and go hit the fucking store? Was that your fucking idea? Like, give me a perception, like, perspective of your, uh, of your fucking, like... We, we, I guess fucking wisdom waking up like yo I'm gonna fucking pop some pills and let's go fucking buy a mic how, okay me, well how was the pre-sequel how did you come to this point where okay yo I'm gonna get this fucking mic but when I do it I need to be on drugs please explain I'm very okay okay so um a week before like that because that happened on a Friday that happened the Friday before the 21st of December and on a Friday and oh, no. let me let me actually check. I can give you dates of when it happened. Um, the twenty first. Oh my god! The f Friday the eighteenth. That is um when I did that when I pulled off that stunt. Friday the eleventh. That was the first time this summer that I took acid. Um, that was the party. Oh, Four days later. I, um, or five days later, like, you know, um, on a Tuesday, um, evening, Tuesday. on a Tuesday what? evening, Tuesday, I man. dropped some acid with one of my friends and we had a great trip 
and we tripped out the whole night. We stayed up till like 6.30 in the morning, just having the best time outside. And a few days later, on the Friday, like Thursday night, Friday morning, like 1, 2 a.m., I'm like drawing some shit and I'm thinking, yo, man, I really want to start a podcast. And I was like super motivated into it. I was super into that idea. And 5 a.m. rolls around and I'm skating outside and I'm thinking what I'm supposed to do. And I finished my cigarette and I get back home and I'm like, okay, I need a plan for this. I'm going to ask my bro for 200 bucks. Like, I'm just going to be like, yo, can I have 200 bucks so I can get a mic? And he, he was um, surprisingly all right with it because I asked him at like, um, I asked him later, actually. But chronologically, what happened was I went out. I went down to the convenience store to cash out $1 from my um, bank account. Like, get me right. I was on $1 or $2. I was on single-digit numbers in money. And I was planning to get a $200 mic. And then I got my bro to lend me some money. And at about 7.30 in the morning, I'm like, I've got my whole plan together. I'm, you know, going to get a, get myself through the shower and shit like that. And I'm like, hmm, I could take, a like, you know, a fair chunk of my tab of acid. And my tab was like 300 micrograms or more. And that's quite a heavy dose of acid yes man that's quite a bit yeah yeah and um i was like you know what fuck it i'm taking the whole tab at 7 30 oh my you fucking monkey oh <laughs> my god holy shit landward and you're a fucking genius man i kid you not you're gonna fucking figure out string theory at <laughs> jesus christ and yeah. Hey, go on, I'm sorry. Go on. Um at that point I was like, you know, I was expecting it to hit me a few hours afterwards because I'd already had like, you know, one or two experiences where the acid kicks in later than usual. Like you you usually realize way too late that you're tripping. Like you gotta get real into the trip to realize that you're tripping. And that's what happens at lower dosages. And I completely forgot about that, about high dosages, that it kind of just kicks in within an hour. And yeah, that's kind of what happened to me. And I was totally not expecting it to hit me that hard. And I was just sitting there feeling super sick in my stomach. And I was like, oh, fuck, I'm going to spew the fuck out of my guts. And I did. It was a pretty good spew and I felt better. Then I took a shower, and I had, like, all in on video chat with me while I had my phone in the shower. <laughs> what? Fuck. Yeah, it was a pretty eventful day. And then me and my bro, he takes a shower, and I'm, like, getting ready. I'm putting on my favorite shirt. I'm putting on my favorite pair of socks. 
I'm putting on my cool jeans and my belt and I'm bringing in a spare shirt in my bag and some extra money. Bring me a, <clears throat> bring my vape and, you know, a singular cigarette in case I business wanted man, one. Yeah, I um totally threw off the idea of smoking weed that day because I was already way too high. Like in the bathroom, um, the curtains were just moving by themselves. Like I would spin in circles while the water was pouring onto me and everything was just moving and i was like you know what look i've already vomited i don't think i need to get higher because i'm about to go outside this fucking high by myself with a crap ton of money on me what could go wrong what could go wrong i really wonder what could go wrong something wrong can go i don't know man bro it's not that interesting what the fuck could go wrong? No, no, no. I'll just be fucking jumping down the street like a fucking... Yeah, I'm not even going to get into it. You know, I'm laughing, but bro, if I were in your place, I'll pro I don't know, man. Holy shit. I, you know, you have some fucking mindset I'm never going to fucking understand. A good one, don't get me wrong. But damn, even fucking wondering if you should have a fucking weed. Oh my God, if you should have a fucking joint after such a fucking trip. Well, 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 man. I'm gonna yeah. give it to you. Fucking well fucking played, Ledward. Holy shit. That would probably be <laughs> one of the very few times where I have personally decided it's a bad idea to smoke weed right now. You know, at the end of the day, it was a happy ending, no? Yeah, it was a really it good did. trip. <laughs> it was a... Fuck it up. It's not like an insanely fucking eventful day though, holy shit. Oh yeah, I but, also yeah. went out yeah. windsurfing after I got the mic. I went home and then I had like this crazy idea. Yo, I'm gonna go windsurfing. And I was still tripping, it was a bad idea. But um, initially I forgot one of the very crucial parts of my windsurf. So I had to go back home, which was, you know, a waste of half an hour. And yeah. It was with the boom, and I finally got the boom, and um, I got to Littleton, and you know, I was. I, it took me so long to set up, and um, I went in into the fucking sea, not being able to move because it was um, in a bay, and the wind wasn't covering where I was taking off from, so I couldn't really start moving there. So I had to pull myself. Like, I was in my wetsuit, and I was swimming, pulling my board, and I was swimming into the sea. And at some point, I um, picked up some wind, and I was like, fuck it, I'm, I'm getting on. And it wasn't really enough, because I kept falling down, but at one point, it was more than enough. And it was OP as fuck, and I was just flying there, and I was like... <gasps> feels like being on a coke <laughs> and, and you know at one point i got really far into uh, into the middle of you know the littleton harbor or you know the bermuda triangle yeah. Yeah, yeah and um you know it was closed off it wasn't directly in the ocean but i got really close to this island that's in the middle 
and oh, no. oh, that's God. where the wind stopped on me and i i just sat Ooh. on my board like i i surfed for about 20 minutes and it felt like being on coke for five days straight it felt amazing and um then i remember oh, puking my guts out pissing myself from all of that um you know euphoria of being that fucking fast in um the sea it was it's a hard to explain thing for me like i was tripping the mountains were like ominous they they just had an aura they were moving as well like there were mountains next to the sea it was it was pretty it's an ex- it was an experience at one point i was just sitting on my board puking my guts out and looking back out at, at the mountains and just accepting my death at how much more greater they are than me like i was ready to accept to die because there was no wind i was in the middle of the fucking you know bay or whatever just the harbor and i couldn't see anything and it was weird and about an hour and a half later i got out and yeah i went back home (laughs) you know do you know how bad this could have fucking ended i don't think you need me to tell you but man you are a fucking legend holy (laughs) fucking shit the mountains were far greater than me so i accepted my death you should become a fucking poet you ape (laughs) holy shit len were the poet i mean yo you know you, you had the balls to go out, even though you were tripping balls, man. You, bro, <laughs> I mean, you even admitted to fucking, you know, pissing yourself. I mean, you know, at this point, what the fuck do we want more? Holy shit, Len. You fucking legend. I mean, it could have ended badly, but I'm happy it ended well, man. Holy shit. Yeah. It must have been a hell of an experience, though. Holy shit. Yeah, it definitely was. And um, something I said after I got out of the water was... Um, I am definitely sticking to podcasting. (laughs) You know, I believe you kind of got to experience these fucking moments in life to live your life to the fullest, you know what I mean? Agreed. And I believe that was one of those days, yeah, definitely. Holy shit, man. Sounds like a fucking blast. You know, was it safe? No. <laughs> I do not believe it. And I would not encourage that type of behavior. I yeah. Mean, at the end of the day, you are here, you know, so it's all fucking good, man. But, you know, I mean, you experienced something crazy, you fucking daredevil. Hell yeah, Only man. Only adrenaline-filled day, man. Holy shit. That sounds like a fucking blaster, man. Holy fuck. Must have been a day. So, wait, so you got back home then, and you did what? Um, I just took a... A rest from everything because I had um, bruises all over me. I had bruises all over my elbows from you know a good old getting up on the board the wrong way. I had bruises <laughs> on my hands because I just kept holding on to the boom and they were bleeding. I had one massive blister. It's it's scarred like I can look at it on my finger. It's just it's a scar from now on. I was rigging my, um, what's it called, my sail, and uh, I didn't have the, the device to tighten up the fangs or to grab the little ropes to tie, tighten up, you know, 
So I had to use my bare hand and I'd wrap it around my fingers and it, I, I didn't really care about it. I couldn't really feel my finger that it was bleeding. I just kept going. I was like, oh, I'm going into the seawater. It's going to heal. And it didn't stop bleeding for about a few hours. So, eh, it's kind of just something that I'm left with now. Motherfucker, you, bro, you know, I believe if you were not on fucking, you know, if you were not tripping balls, that, you know, salt water and open wounds hurts a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Not so, so much when it's adrenaline, but... Oh yeah, no, no, adrenaline numbs, definitely. I mean, if you were speeding at the speed of Mach 2, <laughs> strong wind into the open sea, tripping balls on fucking drags. I'm not surprised you didn't feel anything. <laughs> if you felt something, then I would be surprised. Yeah. <laughs> Holy shit. Man. Sounds like a fucking experience. Sounds like something you fucking gotta live through, man. Holy shit. Yeah, definitely don't condone that. Like, I do not condone any of, you know, the the drug the drugs that I've talked about on this episode. Um, definitely if you are planning to get any of those, like not you specifically, Chris, but any listeners, it's just kind of a mandatory thing when you talk about drugs is that you have to say that you're not promoting them, but it's, you know, it's a story from, um, personal experience, first of all, and second of all, it's mainly facts and a discussion that we've had. So I'm not promoting it. And if you are thinking about it, use test kits because, you can die if you don't. Indeed, indeed. What my man Lenward over here said, indeed. True shit. True shit, indeed, my man. True shit, indeed. Holy fuck. This so far has been one of the best podcast episodes and one of the longest. Like, we've already got about an hour and 15 minutes. Really do, damn, that's pretty fucking long though, holy shit. Yeah, I know, right? Uh-huh. Well, man, so, I mean, you know, I mean, we are in a very fucking, I believe, specific generation living through all of this shit though, don't you believe too? Yeah. Like, holy fuck, man, I mean, you know, like, you know, how do I put it in the right fucking way? What do you think of our generation? I know it's a very fucking tough question to ask at the end of the day, but like, you know, we are the so-called 2000 kids, you know what I mean? The kids yeah. of 2000, or whatever you want to fucking name it, right? Like, you know? And I definitely believe that we were definitely different than people in 1990, you know? 1990. And definitely different than, and I believe the generation from 2000 to 2005 is like all right-ish. I mean, I guess we can understand each other, but anything about 2005 is just a failure, you know what I mean? <laughs> In but then uh, so after you cross the 2005, Holy shit, my guy. You know Do you I mean? see my friend Justin over there? He's cracked at Fortnite. <laughs> oh, man. Yo, back in the day when, when I was a fucking child, but you know what we used to do? We used to hit each other with sticks till death, like a gladiator <laughs> battle in a fucking coliseum. Oh, you know, we had God. one fucking guy in the middle of it that says Caesar, right? And we'll just fight to death with sticks in the <laughs> kindergarten, man. I can't fucking not. 
and now people here fucking dancing Fortnite dances. But you, but I build faster than you. No, Bruh, no. It's just <laughs> the fuck, man. One v one, yeah, Fortnite. They copied Fortnite. Holy shit. Oh no. They, bro, I believe the generation is just born to doom, to be doomed. You know what I mean? Uh, no, I, I mean, can. Okay, so, I can probably blame, um, you know, the how much parents are right with leaving their children to have devices that can access everything. You know, like my brother, for example, one of my youngest brothers. He he's like a super history freak now because he had access to everything on the internet. He he is, um, you know, he does not like fiction books. Because they're, they're not real. Like, oh, it didn't happen, so it's not interesting. And um, he actually was logged in to one of my um, Google accounts at the time. And I went through, like, his whole... I, I didn't, like, look at every single thing that he watched, but I just skimmed through it. Like, I skirmished through it. And... I saw a lot of stuff that, you know, children probably aren't really supposed to look at. Like, fucking morgues, um, brother versus sister challenge, um, noob versus pro, Minecraft, um, that My kind God, of dude. shit. Oh, fucking hell. You know, oh man, you know, wait, actually, actually let's get into it, right? The curiosity of children and the content creators of YouTube when it comes to children. That's mm. a very shifty combination. Definitely. Right? Now, hear me out, though. Um, do you remember those, like, what was it, Spider-Man versus Princess? Oh, uh, yes. Was, you know, uh, oh, no. Where, where, yeah, where you see, like, the fucking Spider-Man leaving in, in, to kiss the fucking oh, Princess. no. Man, that is a kid's channel. Like, bro, what the fuck? Or that shitty animated Hulk smashing, what the fuck was it? <laughs> Do you remember that shit? Holy oh my. Wait, Bro, dude. I believe that children YouTube, like, YouTube for children is just fucking doomed, man. Really. I kid you not, man. Like, it's goddamn fucking doomed. You know, parents will just let their kids be kids, you know what I mean? But let the kids be kids on the fucking internet is just, you know, it's just a fucking, you know, not the best decision you can make. Because either your child turns out to be, I don't fucking know, a disaster, or your child turns out to be a disaster. So, what I'm trying to fucking say, you know, maybe I should get that much into it, but bro, I mean, either you have those Fortnite fanboys, you know what I mean? Yeah. Or we go deeper, which I, which we should not fucking talk about, I believe. Yeah. But, I mean, yeah, I believe that, you know, when it comes to children and the modern uh, era or the modern internet, you know what I mean? I believe, you know, I will agree with what you said, right? Parents are letting their children onto electronics, onto the internet without any caution whatsoever, and children might, might find shit that's definitely not for them, right? Yeah. Absolutely fucking loot, right? You know, because the thing about a child is that they have curiosity and they have no boundaries, you know what I mean? Yeah. Usually when you, there is something called boundaries, right? Okay, maybe I should not watch it. Right? Because when you're a child, the only probably boundary you have is something that scares the shit out of you, right? If you see a thumbnail of like a monstrous creature eating something or a human or something like that. Five maybe that's Nights at Freddy's. Oh my bro. 
That, have you seen that kid on the scene performing fucking Five Nights at Freddy's song? Holy shit, man. Five Nights at Freddy's has influenced the younger generation in different ways than it, I believe it should. True that. I mean, the song from Tombstone, right? Living Tombstone, were insane. Like, the dude, the dude, like, literally knows how to fucking make electronic music. I'm gonna give it to him, you know? Even though when I was younger, those fucking songs were a fucking banger. Because Final Spring was popular at some point. El Hugeny. The main internet. Hmm? El Hugeny. Oh, yeah. Holy shit. Hell yeah, man. All the Call of Duty song animation. <laughs> yeah. I was jamming to that shit when I was younger, man. Same. Um, I remember when Black Ops 2 buried and fucking, what was it? Bro, listening to Black Ops 2 songs were so goddamn fucking good, man. You would round down buried, get killed by zombies while listening to the fucking songs, man. With shitty autotune. On fucking point. And I think he blew up too lately because he made songs about what? And he blew up lately with hundreds of millions, I think it was, or I mean... 140 millions, about, I think it was, I'm not exactly sure, but I remember he blew up recently to like very big numbers, if I'm not mistaken. I don't exactly remember ex which fucking game or like team he chose. I remember they blew up insanely much. And it's funny to see like creators that we used to like age with blow up, you know what I mean? It's kind of yeah. a fucking, it's a very interesting feeling, I believe. You know, like you've been there from the start, you know what I mean? Yeah. We the boys have been sitting there since Black Ops 1. And now look at it. Look at it X amounts of years later, you know what I mean? Hella fucking nice. But yeah, like overall, I believe that, you know, if I were to ask you a very specific question, right, which would be, what, if we were to compare the generations, right? So let's say the generation Z or whatever people call it. And you know, the generation after 2005, you know, I just call them different generation because I feel like they should be a different generation. Or yeah. they are. You get the point. You know, if we were to compare them, obvious things that you see every day what would you say oh. do you believe they are a fucking doomed generation which uh, believes everything they hear do you believe they are the type of people who get influenced by literally everything and get turned against you know whatever you know what i mean i think so they, they need people... to become teenagers first to really notice those changes because with gen z for example you you have seen like um they romanticized being they romanticized mental illness, and that is why I'm not so oh, proud to be um, a Gen Z. But, you know, the funny part is it's mainly just the representatives of a generation that make it bad. Because there's always going to be, you know, kids that have a good upbringing or kids that were absolutely, absolutely. brought up the correct way and kids that understand that, for example, you know, some shit is just not normal like you know letting your kids be on a device all the time i don't think that's normal and a lot of the times it comes down to oh i've got a really cool phone and you have what a fucking flip phone ew get the fuck out of here like what the Thank fuck is that supposed 12, to mean cameras oh my god <laughs> you know you have an iphone uh, 9 i haven't oh excuse me iphone 9 never existed <laughs> it never did exist they just removed it from the universal para line, you know what I mean? They we were not ready for the iPhone 9. We were not prepared for it. We were not. They just they just released it. Actually, they didn't. But they, ne but they thought about it. They said it's too fucking, you know, just too out of this world. Because we scrapped any information whatsoever on it. 
and then boom, Art Montaigne became a thing because you know because seven eight nine, ha ha ha. The point is, oh, that was a fun. <laughs> 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 the, point, the point is that you know when I hear, but this is very personal opinion, you know. When I see, I actually had the, I actually had the, what's called possibility to actually see two fucking nerds argue about iPhone 10 and 11, right? iPhone 11 came out, just came out, right? It was mm -hmm. back in the day. And there was a dude who came up like, yo, you have iPhone 10? Uh, I mean, <laughs> iPhone 10? I actually can't Same. You have iPhone 10? And then he pulls up an iPhone 11. I'm like, there's like one camera difference. You, he has three, he has four. You know? Yeah. I don't know, I just don't give a shit about phones, honestly. But you get the idea idea when i see these two fucking virgins arguing about which type of fucking phone model they have then i automatically connected to they didn't have enough attention as a child you know what i mean yeah it might be me it's a very personal attacking opinion but really that's just how i believe you know honestly like who's gonna fucking argue about what phone you fucking have you use phones to contact people you know like yeah and what the fuck why do you need five cameras instead of four right you know what i mean yeah why it's kind of dumb. Like I don't this see. Fuck off, buy a camera. Yeah, buy yeah. Buy buy a professional camera. Like, sure, it's nice and handy to have it on your phone. Like, you pull it out of your pocket and you take a very swag photo. But, um, you know that that shit has just become a um a flex at this point. Like, you're cool if you have a really nice phone. And I see that as complete bullshit. Like, dude, I can agree, hundred percent. Dude, I I think I think what's cool is um having a pink flip phone, flip phone. Like, oh shit, like the aesthetic. Yes, yeah, man. yes, it's about the old aesthetic. In the retro aesthetic. Yeah. Yes. Oh man, that's the real shit. I will absolutely agree with you, yo. Damn. You know, actually, let's go to the same fucking page, yo. Gucci clothes, designer clothes. Yo, uh... I'll be honest with you, man. Like, I know how it is in New York, uh, New Zealand. But let me put it simply. I, there are kids at the age of 11, 12, which wear full designer clothes and call other kids poor because they don't own a designer hat. Do you get that shit? At the age of it's... 11 and 12. Um... Why is it normalized that you have to have a 5K dollar worth fucking jacket you know, like when I see a fucker, right? Okay, let, I'm, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be wary with what I'm saying. But when I see a mother, a fucker, right? <laughs> when I see a kid with a brown Gucci vest, green, red sweatpants, some fucking rainbowish, uh, was called Balenciaga shoes, and a fucking what was it? Red hat. I want to fucking puke. Like, you look like a fucking clown in the middle of the fucking circus, right? You know what I mean? I don't care what you spent on that. You look like a fucking circus. It's <laughs> fucking Christ, man, you know? It's fair. That's why I believe it's just stupid. It looks fucking stupid. Might be me, bro, but, you know, if, you know, it might be personal, right? But I rather, ha you know, there's people that go like this, right? I mean, a metaphorical way of explaining Gucci goes like this, or like, there's are close to my opinion. In my opinion, can't really know, right? You can have a $500 wallet with 50 bucks inside of it, or you can have a 50 bucks worth wallet with 500 bucks in it, right? And I choose the latter every single time, right? As I don't believe that, I don't believe in materialism, you know what I mean? I don't believe that to be rich, you gotta show riches, you know what I mean? Yeah. I believe it's just fucking stupid. I don't have to wear a 10k fucking worth pair of shoes 
which I'm gonna use once a year only to like occasions, right? Because they're expensive. I'd rather just fucking have those 10k bucks in my wallet, you know, and just have the money when I want it and what and I and whenever I want to spend it, right? You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, in some cases, you have people who are going for the aesthetic, and they don't necessarily look like clowns, even though they are wearing designer clothes. It's because they um, have found out their own aesthetic, and even though they are wearing a, you know, for example, one or two pieces of designer clothing, their clothes set matches to a certain aesthetic, and it fits them, and they genuinely enjoy wearing that. So that kind of makes sense to me. And obviously, materialism is um, something that I'm not really fond of either. Like, obviously, I am still quite into the materialistic world since, you know, I um, do have my fair portion of, you know, I had a phase where I fought yo, I need these headphones and it would be really cool if I had them. And now I have those headphones. And now I have to remind myself of how I felt beforehand so that I can appreciate these headphones. Because with materialism, it's you get something, you get used to it, you need the new thing. And people who are rich, they can just spend all their money on it, but they'll never be satisfied. And that's why you have shopaholics who can't stop spending money. Because they need to hoard more and more clothes that they'll probably not ever wear in their life. In my case, if I were ever to, like, you know, be rich, I would just buy things for the aesthetic and keep my money for dumb shit like buying drugs in bulk. Or, you know, getting a new house in case, um, you know, someone finds out where I live. Because I don't really want to give anyone my address. That's the kind of shit that I would spend my money on me. Yeah. Of course, man. I mean, you know, like the thing is that, you know, materialism has its bonuses and its minuses, of course, right? I mean, it also depends. You know, I believe that there is a, a category of also toxic materialism. You yeah. Know what I mean? There's a difference between us. We were talking right now that uh, when I said that I called people who wear different types of uh, designer clothes together clowns. And I truly believe so. Like, it, it might be me. It's my opinion. I would just look like clowns, right? Yeah. People who wear well, a crap ton of designer clothes that... Just to, just to prove that they have money, yeah. not, not for the aesthetic, just to prove they have designer. That's what I would categorize as toxic um, uh, materialism. Because you want to show other people, you know... Um, you, because to me, it seems like you want to show other people what you have and they don't, right? I mean, you know, and I just feel that, you know, this whole toxic, what the fuck materialism is just fucking boring. And every time I see it, I laugh. Honestly, it, it, you just look like a circus clown, essentially. Fair but that, If you really have the money er, and you really go for the aesthetic, right? As you said, you you enjoy how it look. You enjoy having that material in you, right? You don't go around like, hey, look at me. Take pictures of me. I am here. You see, this is your vest. This is my vest. Ha ha ha. How much did that cost? You know what I mean? That's one thing. Yeah. Right? It mainly happens. But if you happens... genuinely know it, like wear it because you enjoy it, you like the style, you like how it feels, and you just live, continue living your life, right? Sure fucking thing. Do your thing, right? I mean, at the end of the day, live how you want to feel. Like, live how you feel like. No, I mean, if you can sleep at night by wearing multiple fucking different sets of Gucci just to prove everybody that you're rich, if that makes you sleep well at night, then, yo, that's the right life for you, I believe, right? At the yeah. end of the day, whatever makes you sleep at night, right? I don't believe that there's any... 
bad choice and any good choice in life. I believe it's what makes you happy, what you enjoy, what you want to do, right? Unless it harms other people, yeah. Exactly, right? And I believe that their youth or essentially our generations is very easily influenced by when it comes to like influencers on uh, social media and shit, right? Because in modern term, if I'm not mistaken, in my, I believe, is essentially that you have to wear Gucci to be in the cool gang, or you have to wear some sort of designer or something unique, you know, to be even put there, you know what I mean? Is that a wrong, uh, is that, am I wrong here? Do you believe no, that you're not. The case, or you're, is it just me? you're not wrong at all, like, I have felt like I mean, that I mean, at times. I a bit shitty. But I guess you get what I mean, right? Yeah. But if you don't have the top quality that others have, then you're nothing, right? You gotta have what the others have, you know what I mean? And if yeah. you always have designer clothes, you also want designer clothes, right? No matter what they cost it, right? Yeah, and the same thing applies to phones and pretty much anything, really. Like, you know, watches or any kind of accessories. Like, oh, someone has, you know, this or that. And you want it too because you want to feel accepted. And mainly with people, you know, just in schools now, there, there are lots of kids of rich people, very privileged and entitled fucks. I hate them so goddamn much. Like, it's not their fault, obviously, but I hate how entitled they are, how entitled they think they are, and how just much of dickheads it's they can be. atmosphere they generate by just being there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Man, I, I, you know, I had the honor of meet one of those fuckers that asked. I really had, uh, I'm not gonna name any names, but man, you know, what, what was it, he threw an argument or something according to, you know, I don't care what the fuck you are gonna ha be in life, I'm always gonna be better than you because my dad has money. Oh, cringe. <laughs> oh, what are you oh, gonna do? You're gonna cry and go to your papa and ask for money are, right? when life's tough? Thing, right? But do you know what's funny about these privileged kids? Because they believe it's their money. Yeah. Bro, you didn't do shit, right? I mean, I'll put it simply, right? If you are the first money maker in your family, right? If you manage to get successful of stocks or of, of, of economy, right? And you get big amount of money, right? Yourself. You did a hard job and now, you know, and you get what you wanted and you end up at this goal. Man, I am proud of you. You deserve it, right? If you worked hard for it, then the hard work pays off, you know what I mean? Then, yo, best to you, my guy. Cheers, you know? But what I hate is those kids that flex with the things they have, even though they haven't even finished high school yet, you know what I mean? Like, look at this vest. Look what I got, right? And I'm like, is that your money or is it your parents' money? Yeah. You know? And, I, and you know, it stops there because if you, comp if you take away his Gucci or whatever, what the fuck is he compared to me, right? Am I right? Exactly. People it's... compare themselves in materialistic ways, which is just bad, I believe. Yeah, it's because people live... Everybody gets born with different cards, right? Yeah. Excuse me, continue. People live in the materialistic world. They're born in the materialistic world and they're born in time. And they can't live outside of the materialistic world because that's all they know. And the materialistic world is a, is a sad illusion for what reality is like you can't buy a good feeling you can earn it 
like sure you're gonna feel good about getting you know new clothes or something but if those money aren't yours you gotta be really goddamn ignorant to be able to feel happy for spending a lot of money that aren't yours well said well fucking said Len I absolutely fucking agree man that, that just basically shows the true character of a person right like the whole fucking toxic materialism you know in specifically this generation and this age is just you know how do I put it stupid naive childish right essentially because at the end of the day right you what's called you are not the one that decides if you're gonna be uh, what's called if you're gonna be born in this world you know everybody gets born with different cards the only thing they get is how they fucking play them you know what I mean yeah at the start when you're born, metaphorically speaking, you are born with different cards, right? It's a good deck, if it's a bad deck of cards, you know what I mean? All you can do is play them out. Right? Yeah. That's essentially it. So why compare the cards you got to other people's cards, you know what I mean? It doesn't help anything, it just drags you down. Exactly. Right? That's like... Specifically in the world of materialism, right? Yeah. That's the fucking thing. And even if it isn't materialism, right? If you look like, oh my God, that person has so bigger or how do... Okay, let, let me rephrase it, right? People tend to either go from materialism, I mean, mostly materialism, right? I guess we can agree with it. Because materialism, people are very big on that, right? Attaching themselves yeah. to materialism, right? Yeah. But if you look away from the materialism, if you look away from money, we're almost all the fucking same. The only thing that we have different is morals, mentality, personality. You get the idea, right? Yeah. So, yeah, and... And the other thing is that if we're going to talk about social media, right, how they influence toxic body positivity, you know what I mean? Ooh, it's it's a tough one there because it's um, in many ways really bad. There is obviously the set standards that are, you know, you got to be rich to be cool. You got to have these designer clothes to be cool. And that is why, you know, emo um, shit alternative people who didn't have enough money started making their own shit like ripping their jeans um, wearing oversized clothing or just putting chains wherever the fuck they wanted all over their body wearing crap tons of piercings and other shit like that and the sad part about it is that richness is um cancerous to self-expression like it does give you you know the ability to express yourself but it makes a lot of the people who started it because of you know being poor and unaccepted by the general view look like you know cheap morons and it's it's it, yeah. generally sad how um you know influences set this kind of um bar like you you gotta have for example you know small waist big breasts big butt like you know the yeah. hourglass figure to be accepted in society and then there's like it essentially sets off value for people and usually people yeah. should not be valued you know what i mean people shouldn't feeling like a eight or a nine or a three or a four out of ten you know you're all ten out of ten you know what i mean putting value on people is just stupid it's just a fucking stupid exactly. system that never works out exactly right? it is because people can't accept um 
what their real worth is and they cannot accept having something that they don't want. So they try and get it with money. And the sad reality is a lot of the times it yeah, sadly in the life that we live, it, it kind of works like that for people who are rich. And it's rigged for people who are who are rich. Like, you know, a lot of people would want to get with a rich partner. Um, a lot of people would prefer dating someone with a brighter childhood or, you know, with a better education. And it's like, sorry, not my fault for having, you know, broke parents or something. And that's in the case that your parents are broke. And you can't control that shit. So there's always going to be those fuckers who are entitled and think that richness buys you everything when it doesn't. Valuing humans based on material aspects is just fucking stupid. Exactly. Yeah, so, excuse me, continue. Mm-hmm. I mean, you have a straight fucking point, man. Could I explain it myself, essentially, right? You know, the, if, if you're a person who, like, haha, I have a better job than you, and at that point, you make me just smile. You make my day, because it just shows how fucking stupid you are, in my opinion, right? <laughs> and at the end of the day, both people are working, right? I have mass respect for anybody that works to keep up a family, you know what I mean? Yeah. No matter what the fuck you're doing, if you're working your ass off, help out family, to help out friends, to help somebody you have close to yourself, then I don't give a shit what job that is. Then you're working your ass off for the benefit, you know what I mean? You work your ass off for so you try to help them, you know? And that's where I believe, that's where you see humanity, that's where you see empathy, that's where you see, you know, greatness. Well, how are you going to fucking put it, right? But when I see people like, haha, you know, I am a millionaire because I make a lot of money or because uh, dad is this and that, right? You know, and your dad, you know, he's just a doctor. You know, he also makes a little bit, but not as much as mine. Whatever it could be, right? Like, even if you are, let's go as like, let's say, a hydraulic or a construction worker, you still work your ass off to put food on the table. Yeah. And that's the thing that ties it all together, right? But people invest their mentality into materialism instead, right? And that's the sad thing, I believe. Well, yo, man, I cut you off for the fucking second time. My bad, homie. Please continue. Holy shit. I completely forgot at this point. I think I was going to talk about, um, you know, the thing with um, that kind of shit, you know, with comparing yourself to others in jobs, it's just dumb. It's it's stupid. And from what we I've learned from COVID is that the people who get paid the least in this society are the ones who are keeping society running. Like, you know... Essential workers to say. And well fucking said, if you didn't have them, we wouldn't have anything. Yeah, exactly. And I don't see why some dumb bullshit like, you know, I don't know. There's a lot of jobs that just don't make any fucking sense to me and why they're so highly paid. Like, I get why being a doctor is so highly regarded and really highly paid is because, you know, a lot of doctors deal with health and helping people. And surgeons, they they deal with people on the line of life and death. 
and that is something that is admirable. Those are jobs that definitely deserve a high pay. But stupid shit like, you know, entrepreneurs, um, reselling houses, you know, those kind of businesses that hoard money, shit tons of them, shit tons of money. Agencies for, you know, selling residential homes, that shit disgusts me. They hoard money. And I get that it's not the business itself, but, you know, a lot of those money go to the top of the chain. And How was it said? How was the fucking phrasing? The richer, the rich people get richer, the poor get poorer, right? Exactly. And you know what happens? It's It becomes a great monopoly. So the poorer can't afford housing. They begin to not being able to afford to be alive. Some people can't afford rent. And, you know, it's sad because even in some cases, seeing, you, you have to pay shit tons to see if, you know, you have a problem with your eye and you need to wear glasses or that kind of shit it costs so goddamn much it costs a lot to breathe if you have asthma and you know it just makes no sense to why shit has to be expensive when you know it can be cheaper like housing here in new zealand you have to pay a crap load of money it's too much it is so fucking rigged for um landlords and people who rent out homes like dude are you really about to charge 2k per fucking month for a half decent house in a not very good area That sounds kind of high, my No idea. insulation, single glazed windows. No double glazing. Just single glazed. Or single pane. I don't know what it is. And, and it gets cold as shit in that house. And you charge four digits. Do you know how insane that is, man? Like, what the fuck? I don't get it. Minimum wage here is like 20 bucks per hour before tax. And if you, you know, if you Jesus work a, Christ. if you work a, what's it called? A 9-5, which is, you know, or an 8-4. And, you know, you'll get a break, obviously. So it'll be an 8-5, which is, you know, eight hours of work every day, same shift. For example, just to pay your goddamn rent and to pay for your groceries and to pay for other shit that you need to pay for, like electricity bill, water bill, blah, blah, blah. I'm not saying go and do tax evasion. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that the fucking rent... Bitcoin, hide it, bury it under your pillow, and just wait. Or, or, or just make a fucking fake company and just pay it everything and then you just give yourself the money back without tax you know so you know 
I'm no expert, but you know, maybe it would work, maybe not, you know what I mean? I mean... But yeah, I completely fucking get it, just fucking stupid, right? I mean, I was joking. Yeah. But yeah. I mean, the reason why I believe the real estate and just, you know, the economics, the agencies, the marketing is just such a big business is because of how much time people invest in it and how fucking risky it is. I believe that's what makes it so much... It's essentially what we're trying to... I mean, I believe the best way to explain it is high risk, high reward. You know what I mean? Yeah. Because not every entrepreneur blows up. They can waste 10, 11, 12 years on a project and never get anything out of it. You know what I mean? That's true as well. I believe that due to the job, due to like, like investing so much and everything being a risk you have to take, a risk you have to think through, a risk you have to decide if you want to be in or not, right? Before the market crashes, if we're, inv if we're investing in stock, right? I believe that's what makes it such a big monopoly right as you pretty much gamble a lot and you lose a lot of money to even get started get a lot of money right you gotta invest big to make big that's quite a maybe i mean that's not that, that's quite a reoccurring yeah? thing with making your own businesses as well yeah i mean i completely agree because new businesses have the toughest time surviving usually right yeah but and to get clients right when you're a small business is also a big gamble right as if an investor is gonna invest into you even they're a small company right he has to believe in you you know he has to believe that this is gonna be realistic right if you're gonna tell him that yeah we're making cars that can fly swim underwater travel through the, through the atmosphere right pay us 100k you know then uh, you, you get what i you get yeah. what i mean it, it, it can be both realistic and very unrealistic, right? But at the end of the day, what the point is that, well, let me rephrase what I said. I said invest big to get big. No. But one is that you got to put in, a maybe you're going to be seeing luck and your first investment is going to be a massive, you know, goal, right? Because there are lucky people, right? But this investment is a longer process where you fail a lot before you start succeeding. And I believe that's what makes it such a high paying thing if you succeed. Because... You are putting a lot what you own on the line throughout multiple years coming, right? For most of the part of your life, right? Because nothing has a 100% chance of succeeding, you know what I mean? That's why it's always, to some degree, a gamble. And if you put everything in and you lose everything, then you know, you're sent back to zero, right? It's something people do multiple times before they become millionaires and successful, right? It's a never-ending, never-ending journey of learning and improving, right? So why I believe it makes it such a high-paying, I guess, reward, essentially. Now, when it comes to comparing to doctors, right? I mean, I definitely believe that shit like, for example, teachers should be paid more, right? As teachers are our goddamn future. If we have shitty teachers, we're going to have a shitty future. You get the idea, right? True that. But, right? I will agree that some jobs get paid too much, right? When they should be paid less and other important jobs that have the bigger impacts should be paid even more right yeah i mean doctors as i said surgeons who yo imagine being a surgeon right i mean one thing is that they have the stress of having somebody else's life on their hands right that's one thing. but imagine being a doctor and knowing your patient is gonna die and you have to tell him or imagine failing to save a child or a patient on the operating table yeah Add that to the 15 years of university, which you need, or 15 years of schooling in medicine and specialization and pr practical education that you need to become a doctor. 
then you know, then I believe it's robbed, right? And for them to, you know, it depends where, of course, because it's usually surgeons make a shit ton, but doctors in general, I, be I believe that that's a good exp uh, example of a job that would need more attention, right? But I would also say that teachers, kindergarten teachers, um, psychologists, psychiatrists, that would also be paid more, as they are what keeps the society together in worst-case scenarios, right? Yeah. Because if you get a shitty schooling, if you have a very demotivating and sadistic teacher, for example, then you're not going to have a great time. And if you're not going to have a great time at school, then why would you fucking continue with school, right? Exactly. Essentially, right? So we're getting to a point where the most important jobs that impact the future the most are being ignored the most too, right? Which is unfortunate, I believe. Of course, depends where, right? But yeah, that's a completely different talk, I believe. Yeah. But yeah, holy shit. It's a very tough one, because you gotta take a lot of shit into consideration there. Like, for me, it doesn't make a lot of sense where um, a lot of these rich businessmen who probably sit on a desk all day, you know, they're obviously doing important shit to keep stuff running. Like, you know, for example, being a manager of a... For, for sake, um, for the sake of just conversation, an alcohol um, importer company, you gotta keep, um, you know, having places call you, ordering for you know whatever booze they need at their shop, and you gotta get that delivered, and you keep moving, you're keeping a part of society moving, and I get that that should be rewarded. But in some cases, a lot of these businesses are overpaid. And people who work there probably don't deserve having that money. Uh, you know, or the people who are in the top of the chain, in the top of the command, get richer from this whole business. And, you know, I think that those money could actually help people who are in the lower parts of society either get up from their misery or help pay more important jobs in society, which are, you know, essential workers like people who work at supermarkets or, you know, cooks, cleaners, etc., etc. And a lot of these people who work at places like that get treated like shit. Absolutely. I mean, I, if, if you, I mean, my take on it is very similar, right? My take on this is like this, right? Because if I understood correctly, what we're talking about is, for example, if we were to compare a multimillionaire businessman who sits at home on a laptop for like three hours a day, just do, does some projects on businesses, compared to, let's say, a construction worker who does eight hours a day of heavy laying of bricks, heavy building, his ears are being destroyed after time because of all the fucking chaos and sound that is over there. He can even have like insane health injury if he works, for example, like in a mine where you breathe in toxic metals and gases, right? And nothing's gonna deck for him. Then obviously he's gonna have a way fucking harder job than a businessman who sits three hours at home daily on a laptop to do some business, right? 
Yeah. Definitely, the job is way fucking harder. Definitely, the job is the like gap is very fucking how should I put it, uneven and it's very how do you call it? Um, what's the right word? Word for it? Um, how do you put it? I forgot the fucking word. Actually, let me fucking Google translate this shit real quick. Um, unfair, essentially, right? If you want to put it in that way, if I put it in such a light, if you were to compare a fucking uh, worker in a mine that has to breathe toxic gases, right? Compared to a businessman, and of course, you know, it's insanely fucking unfair based on the effort both of these parties put in and what they received, you know what I mean? Yeah. Then absolutely, I'm not saying every job is like that, but yes, in that case, the person who puts in way more effort and is way more danger gets way more than the businessman when it comes to, you know, the health and the effort energy size, right? But at the same time, like, as you said, businessmen usually tend to take care of bigger things, right? Of bigger companies, of bigger projects, right? Which work on a way bigger scale than a construction worker, right? Yeah. Yes, of course. I'm, I'm not saying that uh, the, essentially, like, um, the worker that works in the mine is not was worth anything. No, I'm not saying that. I'm saying that both of these are completely different jobs with completely different circumstances, completely different, you know, requirements to step up to it right and to fulfill the job right yeah that's why education i mean essentially i mean one way to put it and why will people look at it is that society has failed us all that's one way people see at it right but there are so many different ways you could put society into right there's so many different angles and perspectives you can take a look at it there's so many flaws you can see in society that we would have a Inse we would have, a, I would say, infinitum of things that are just flaw full of flaws. You know what I mean? Yeah. The only way we get better is over time, right? Over history, right? Is when go we can only move forward, right? I mean, unless Third World War happens and then the Fourth World War is going to be fighting with sticks and rocks. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, yeah. Essentially, right? Well, that's a completely different story, right? The point is that, yeah, definitely the effort put into these different types of parties is completely fucking different and it impacts on a completely different scale, right? So, yeah, I do believe that it's unfair. As uh, I believe, uh, if I understood correctly, yes, I fucking completely agree that shit like that is completely unfair. But we also have taken into consideration that there are different circumstances, too, for these to step up to these types of tasks, you know? Yeah. Cause not, cause not everybody. Okay, I'm not gonna. No, I'm not gonna continue that one. But yeah, I, gu I guess we get the idea. It's um, it's a weird one because um, a lot of people. This kind of connects with the um. Generation today, or I don't know, just people nowadays, would wake up and choose um edginess or darkness over you know rationality and wait i could probably find you a um good quote for that um if i went on discord which i'm way too lazy to do so i'm just gonna do that through my phone um it was mainly about you know um 
Oh, life is meaningless. There is no point in it all. Blah, 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 blah. Yeah, obviously, in that perspective, um, maybe you're right, but it's kind of pointless thinking in that perspective if it's going to be that depressing, don't you think? That's nihilism, isn't it? Yeah. Nihilistic behavior. I think... Dude, I think... I think nihilism is really, really dumb and pointless it, it's like dude you're probably 18 or younger and you're you're you believe in nihilism like bro you haven't even tried it life <laughs> indeed i mean yo, that, that's the fuck yo bro yo that's exact exactly what i was thinking too right the, because at this in this generation of people that are 14 who think they that life gave them a lesson that think that they are have the wisdom of fucking gandhi you know what i mean yeah fucking they dumb. believe that they've understood everything i think they, they they understood the cycle of revival at the age of 14 because their ex broke up with them you know what i mean exactly that's the shit that pisses me off if you bro at the age of 30 40 you have you are life hasn't even taught you you're not even wise you know what i mean lie how should i put it that's exactly the thing right if you're like when i would go as far as to say that even if you're 30 you don't know shit about life even if you're 40 you don't know shit about life you know what i mean but i will not but i but i'm gonna say it uh, right out here i don't believe anybody that is not 20 you know the majority of the fucking gen z generation has no fucking idea what the fuck life is and hasn't even tried it. What's so fucking ever? But talk like they are, like they've studied life for like 80 fucking years at least. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's um. So yeah, so I completely agree with you on that fucking one. What the fuck have you tried? Let me give you a quote from Edge Lords, who would post you know quotes from different places you know wherever it be shit there are love story of twilight oh Duh. my god y youth is both a lie and a form of evil wow um i'm really analytical and i really do not like this um opening statement it's very wrong in my opinion youth is evil Youth is both a lie and a form of evil. Well, shit, sorry for being born then. I thought, you know, being an adult, you know, <laughs> I thought all sense was a normal thing, you know. I thought it was like, yeah, like a um, description on you being younger. Well, okay, I'm sorry. I forgot my body's age and that evolution is a thing. My bad. <laughs> well, shit. Yo, Dude. I'm sorry, man. I know you're 14, bro, but I just studied biology for a few years. I'm sorry. You know way more about this than I do. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Here's the $100. Please leave me alone. Holy shit. It's actually insane. Despite no. life itself is a happy life in brackets. Like, yeah. Once again, life asked death, why do people love me and hate you? Death replied, because you're a beautiful lie and I'm a hurtful truth. You know... That quote right there usually have the, has the picture of a Grim Reaper and of an angel, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. But, yeah, it yeah, does. Very, it's, it's a classic. Well, essentially, I'm going to put it simply, right? I mean, 
I will agree with death is a painful truth, but I wouldn't call it a truth. It's an ending that everybody's gonna go through. Right? Yeah. We all know that death will be around the corner at some point in our life, you know? We are not immortals. We've, we were not created to be immortal. Right? We were created to at one day, you know, walk away, if you wanna put it that way, right? So yeah. yes, death is painful, right? At the end of the day, you will die. But but life is not a fucking beautiful lie. Li life is what you make it. Yeah. Until the day that the Grim Reaper takes you away. That that's my way on take. It. That's my way to take it. If you're gonna believe what's gonna be at the end of the road, you're not gonna enjoy your way to uh, to the end of the road. You know what I mean? So if you believe that, I mean, if I'm gonna throw a very edgy quote, if you believe that death is gonna be the only truth, and that the life is a lie. Then why even wake up in the morning? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like. Then why the fuck are you still here? Why are you still here posting this? Yeah, exactly. Right? You're just bringing negativity to to this world exactly. and inspiring people who you know who are easily influenced. Yep. Into this being edgy, and that is how this whole um edginess and depression thing has become so mess wide Indeed. over the world it's just because it's cool or trendy and cool. you trendy. know just to continue oh, with man. the quote because this one is quite a long one even though this world hasn't been disgraced the people in it already is since the we're gonna do wipe the whole world and bring it back to dinosaur age um <laughs> probably Yo, let, let's go back to the fucking first era where biology started. Yeah, let's go. Let's just fucking become bacteria again, turn into fishes, then turn into fishes with legs. I don't monkeys, want to be human. To... I want to be monkey. Return to monkey. Return to monkey. Yeah, exactly. It's essentially what they're saying. Yo, let's just wipe the world with a meteorite again. Exactly. You know? I mean, what the fuck, man, you know? I mean, you know, if that's what you believe, then go for it, man. Come on, build a fucking nuclear bomb and blow us up. But I mean, at that point, I believe you're smart enough to, you know, live life. Yeah. But I mean, it's not even about smartness, because what I said here was just like a toxic quote. Well, I mean, essentially, it goes like this, right? There is there is one fact I will agree with the edge lords with, and that's that there's no reason to live life. On the now, bigger scale, yeah, if you look at it from that kind of point of view, yeah, there is no point in living yeah, life. I mean, there's, there's literally nothing that tells you to go get a job go do this there's no golden thread for how to live a life you know there's no um wikipedia page that will explain to you how to live a good life right get girlfriend exactly at the age of 12 be boyfriend <laughs> girlfriend till 18 then marry her where you're illegal don't, don't kiss before ma you know what i mean there's no golden thread for how to live a life you know there's no a to z way to live a life Everybody's different, everybody looks for something else, and they should be allowed to live the way they want, you know? And that's the thing. But if you look at it on a bigger scale, there is no reason for us to exist, you know what I mean? If you look at it in a very nihilistic way, there's no other than you, you, your thoughts, your mentality, is what makes you want to, want to wake up in the morning, you know what I mean? Yeah. But if you look at a larger scale, you know, we are the fucking uh, apex predator of this world, right, due to our intelligence, right? Back in the day, bro, the meaning of humans were to execute everybody that did not believe in the same fucking uh, vision, you know? Well, I'm talking <laughs> about the crusade, for example, you know what I mean? Back in the day. And not, not being in the stories, but what I mean is essentially this, right? 
Um, how to explain that in a good way? Yeah, man. If you look at a larger scale, as you said, there's really no reason to live life if you don't give yourself a reason to live life. You know what I mean? Yeah. There is no for there is no like you're not a main character in an adventure book. You know what I mean? Exactly. You make you give yourself a purpose in life, or life gives you a purpose, right? Mm -hmm. But you know, some people are quote unquote people say that you're born with a purpose. Well, you know that might be true. But at the end of the day, if you look at everything, that nothing is a purpose, nothing's gonna happen of life. Life is just a beautiful lie. Then why are you? Then why do you wake up in the morning, right? If you're that fucking lost, then what, right? Yeah, exactly. You just kind it's of. A lot of these people are really inconsiderate as well. Like, yeah, I don't really care about how you want to die and all of your self-deprecating jokes. I don't know why the fuck you're still around if you're gonna joke about it. It's not cool, it's not in any way attractive, and I don't, yeah, I, like, obviously I'm not trying to offend people who think in a darker way, because obviously I have my own way of thinking, and everyone has their own way of thinking, and their own preferences. Not their own perception. Yeah, exactly, and their own preferences, for example, with art. Art is a great way to express, you know nihilism i guess and oh, yeah. it, it, it can be art it has just got the infinite room of acceptance with art you can express everything so it has room for no matter how shitty it is in general no matter how shitty i find nihilism it has room for it and that is what art does but I, in my life, I do not want people who, you know, are fucking 15 years old and say edgy quotes about how we should all die and how that is, you know, the way to live life and how the, you know, how pointless everything is because it kind of, it makes me feel like whatever the fuck my problems are are pointless and meaningless and not only with problems but shit that i enjoy like you know playing video games oh what's the point in playing video games when i'm just gonna kill my when, when i'm just gonna die or when i'm just gonna kill myself or you know what's the point in eating chips when i'm gonna die what's the point in keeping a healthy routine when i'm gonna die anyway what's the point in Why going to school like, what's the point in taking a shower if I'm gonna die anyway? Like, if you've got that mentality, of course there's gonna be no point to anything. There's, there's a good quote from a song. Life um, has lost its purpose, and it's true if you believe it. Um, oh, that's a nice quote. Yeah. Or was it, life has lost its meaning, and it's true if you believe it. Yeah, that was it. Yeah, essentially, you know. It sounds good. It's, it's a fucking pretty good quote. I mean, because if you look at it in, a, in the same fucking way, then why breathe? Why have blood circulation? Why have brain activity? Why exist? Right? Yeah. Bro, I can't wait, I can't wait to say it pulls up to just big bang. Like, you know, yo, can you fucking, like, not explode? You know what I mean? Can you like, <laughs> not create the entire universe? Why? No, I am 15. I've uh, my ex cheated on me. Um, please uh, don't blow up. I don't want the universe to start. Thank you. Ciao, ciao. You know, I mean, 
I mean, I'm very sarcastic here, absolutely, with dark humor. But, I mean, you know, at the end of the day, if that's the way you view the world, then you know. But I will say, though, what, I have no problem with edgy people, right? My problem is not their, how do you call it, persona, their personality, the way they live their life. You know what I mean? Yeah. If that's what makes them wake up every day, then I am happy for them. Then I then do what you really feel is you. If you believe that... um being, uh, I would say, goth-like or like edgy. I mean, I'm sorry for connecting goths with edge, but I mean, like, if you believe that li living an edgy life is the way to go, bro, I'm happy for you. I'm really happy for you. I hope you continue living life. I hope you have the you have the strength to wake up in the morning and continue do doing what you do, right? Absolutely. Sponsor from me. But what I hate about edgy people is how they tell other people how to live the life, how to live your life. That that exactly what you said before, right? that life is meaningless, you should not take care of it, you should not give a fuck about it, right? We're all gonna fucking die. And then you see a person with actual, like, mental problems, that is either is, like, bipolar, really depressed, suicidal, and they see this and they get influenced by it, you know what I mean? Yeah, I have actually witnessed a friend of mine who, um... Well, she wasn't really a friend of mine, but, you know she was still around and um she became really really heavily influenced by a group of people who were per se really fucking edgy and she down spiraled from there started taking lots of drugs dyed her hair a million times cut her hair cut herself probably faked suicide faked mental illnesses a lot of that kind of shit and it's it's really gross it's gross how much shit like that can influence you indeed i will agree now i mean if but the thing is that wow i mean first of all i have to fucking condole right like holy shit that sounds like a rough situation right but i believe that it, but, but of course remember if she got influenced then you know, there is some pre-sequel before you get influenced, right? Pre sought empathy or something before she went down on this down spiral, right? Because if she let it affect her, then she had to let it happen, you know what I mean? Why she let it happen is a completely different story, right? Yeah. But I wouldn't blame it on her. I, I, you know, it's like, you know, what was it? Schrodinger's cat. Exactly. You know, you know Schrodinger, right? Yeah. You can't really see if it's alive or dead until you lift open the box, right? You know, my fellow physicist, do you mind uh, explaining what the Schrodinger's cat is, my friend? I think there were two different versions of it. You, um, you put a cat in a box with poisonous gas that is certain to kill the cat within one hour and half an hour passes and the cat is you know both alive and dead at the same time or the other version of it is you just leave the cat in the box and it is essentially alive and dead at the same time because you know you you don't know if it's alive or not and you can't necessarily prove it unless you open the box so until you have opened the box the cat is dead and alive in fuck indeed 
I mean, Schrodinger was a scientist who wanted to prove that, but was it um, quantum physics had too many holes in it to be actually taken seriously. And that was one of the examples he made. I mean, the version I heard of, because, I, yeah, the version you said was the original one, right, the standard one, but wasn't there something also that you put the cat in a box and you have a trigger to the poison that activates 50% of the time, right? Uh -huh. And you wait a minute after, after you click on it, right? You have no fucking idea if the cat is alive or dead until you open the box because it's a 50-50. Hmm. But now that puts to 50-50, so I'm not exactly sure if that was the right one. But the use one you said was pretty fucking original, right? Essentially, in quantum physics, the cat is both alive and dead, if you think about it. So yeah, yeah. what I meant with that is... Um, yeah, where, where was it? What I used, I, oh yeah, I, I used this Schrodinger example in that friend of yours uh, example, right? They really don't know what led it down that down spiral, right? We, we really don't know how it goes, right? It's both happened and didn't, I guess, the best way to mm -hmm. put it. Because I fucking forgot where to put it. Holy shit. But yeah, fucking hell. Schrodinger's cat still a fucking massive and awesome quantum physics example. Holy shit. Yeah. So yeah. Holy fuck. So yeah, man. What I mean? Hmm. Yeah, shit. Yeah. It's, it's kind of sad that people let themselves just fall fall down and spiral off like spiral down into whatever the fuck you know like addiction or anything just self-harm as well suicide and a lot of people don't even try to to, to stop it they just go along with it because they like yeah, the feeling man, I mean, of it. Oh man, the feeling of euphoria from slitting your wrist with a blade. I mean, you know, it's very metaphorical, I believe. Very uh, fucking. I mean, you know, if, if we're gonna get in that territory, I wanna put it this way. You know, I was thought was stupid. Now let me explain. To, now let me elaborate why. Because you're essentially, what's called you are what's called you are punishing yourself for feeling bad, right? So essentially what is happening is you're punishing yourself even if it's not your fault, you're just not happy with life, which not always is your fault, and you're punishing yourself for it. You're punishing yourself for feeling sad, which is a completely normal human emotion. You're punishing yourself and making yourself even sadder and punishing yourself for being sad. You know what I mean? It's a never-ending cycle which just always gets worse. You know what I mean? Yeah. You think about it in that way, it doesn't make sense. It's just you're punishing yourself for feeling sad and that way making yourself feel sadder. There is you know? there is a missing clog to it. Um it actually you can get addicted to self harm. It releases endorphins the same way when you for example work out or you know, you do something exciting and you know, your brain releases endorphins, your body releases endorphins, which makes you feel good and it essentially rewards you so that you can stay healthy. And that ironically happens when you cut yourself. So it kind of becomes like an addiction of sort. And yes, you are punishing yourself, but it also feels like you have to do it. 
scarce, if I'm not mistaken, and you start feeling shit for having them in the first place, right? People will judge you for them, they don't go away, you know what I mean? I mean, it, um, you know, uh, maybe how should I put it in the right way? There are a lot of perspectives and perceptions on when it comes to self-harm. Why people do it, why they come to it, why they decide to do it, what are the true intentions of them doing it, you know what I mean? It's whole, you know, the mentality of a human and the brain of a human and the way they think is something that is still to this day very unexplored, right? Which is why I believe we can't for certain say these types of things, right? Like, the main reasoning for it happened, right? We can't really, I would say, process in our right way. We can only say it either on things we've seen or by examples we've lived through or seen. I mean, pretty much the same thing, right? Yeah. So, yeah. But from, from what I've seen or from what I guess I've learned from certain people is that sometimes they do just to feel an emotion any fucking that too. emotion whatsoever right? but mainly the, I, you know, I'm not gonna be harsh to quit, I'm not gonna go too deep on that but if you are in that point where you believe that that's your only way out is hurting yourself even more you know? then still at that point is just the last fucking thing you want to do self-harm but yet again you still have no control over it right you have quote-unquote control over it yeah essentially but at the end of the day people like living in comfort so that so they'll never do something that's uncomfortable you know what i mean yeah. what i mean with that is that if they start doing it and they're used to it then why the fuck would they stop doing it and feel uncomfortable for not doing it you know what i mean exactly people really want to live in comfort and they never almost go out of the comfort bubble or the comfort zone as when i put it right so again specifically self-harm is a fucking very specific topic to talk about which might be dangerous in many ways but at the end of the day if you really feel bad uh, what you should have to remember is that at the end of the day even if you're having a, a hard time then even if you did literally nothing then you're always moving forward you should be proud of yourself for just surviving you know what i mean if you manage to wake up in the morning then you should feel proud of yourself at the end of the day, you know what I mean? You really should, because that means you're moving on, you're living life. That's something you should be proud of. Yeah. You will get through it, remember. Tough times never last. Only tough people last. <laughs> exactly. You know the meme, good one. But yeah, he has a point though, he really does. Tough times do never last, only tough people do last. Exactly. So yeah, man. But, I mean, if we were to take this, right, and chronologically jump back to the beginning, right, then exactly these people who are going through these super rough times, which we just talked about, the point where they go to self-harm, when they see these posts of edginess, of people who want to influence people due to, due to their own nihilism, that's when just shit gets deeper in the rabbit hole and just starts repeating itself, right? Because if someone is really in a bad position in life, and they see posts that, you know, include nihilism and more depress uh, depression, and they're in the state where they're just going to do whatever to feel better, then seeing that post, you know, interacts with them on a personal level, which just does not fucking help anything, you know? Yeah. It... So at the end of the day, it's the mentality that stops the human, you know? Yeah, it's... Um, it's a lot of factors. Um, I've seen, you know, there was this um, server on discord that turned to shit um it was a server you know a quote-unquote mental health 
safe place and um there were a lot of you know people who were self-deprecating as fuck and it, it was um weird to watch you know just people who would freely easily talk about you know um how they would say oh i've tried to kill myself at least 17 times nothing makes me feel emotions except drugs i like cutting myself etc etc and you know people begin to connect with people like that on a personal level because for example one or two people have experienced something similar on a smaller scale and you know then it it kind of becomes trendy from there on like you know now it's kind of trendy among a lot of the what's it called a lot of the boring people to have mental illnesses like you really gotta come up with 10 different mental illnesses that you probably don't have and you self-diagnose yourself with just to yeah, be interesting okay, so yeah well, i mean you know the thing is that i mean we're still getting into the fucking territory of mental health right essentially yeah right because people because people, people go to the lengths to self-diagnose if they did or the lengths where they're gonna talk publicly about mental illness which they have and the collection of them that they believe they have then that alone shows that something is wrong with the person that yeah. alone just the fact they're saying this already says more than enough right i mean the best i guess the best tip i can give or the best like encouragement i can give to somebody who feels this way is just to seek help because nobody is better at fixing those problems they're professionals who've been trained to do it there's no there's literally nothing to like fear if like you know a psychologist is not a bad person right you should not fear a psychologist you should not feel ashamed for going to a psychologist they're normal people like you they just have a different job and they're specialized in exactly what you're having problems with right yeah it's like really a psychologist now professional is the best thing you can do because what you get from other people is that if you if a nihilist gets gear of a nihilist you know what i mean it will just make something worse you know what i mean yeah it would or just go yeah in rare cases in rare cases yeah but a nihilist seeking help from a nihilist it's just you know it doesn't make any sense you know, because essentially what's happening here, it's like minus and minus, but not in multiplication. You know what I mean? Yeah. So essentially minus and minus will still be a minus. Not, you know. Holy shit. What I essentially mean is that, you know, it's not a plus minus essentially, right? Because of what's happening here, I mean, different, different it's very different uh, the way you explained right because you're seeking help which is a plus but you're seeking from a nihilist which is a minus which gives you a minus right yeah if i like minus four minus four they're gonna have minus eight right yeah essentially we're not doing minus four times minus four we're doing minus four minus four which gives minus eight essentially so yeah. what i mean here is 
that you're going to make more negativity trying to do something positive with somebody who is just negative. You know what I mean? It's not always the case, but as you're, but when you mentioned the s server with uh, the safe mental space or whatever, you know what I mean? Then a lot of people who are severely uh, having problems with the mental state they have, seeking help from other people who have even worse mental state than they have or the same one, is not going to help anybody, just going to drag them further down as they're not, as none of them is specifically not trained but has any idea you know how to get out of it they're just all nihilistic and they like living of people who are also nihilistic because they see that there are other people than them right yeah Which does help a little bit but if both of them are extremely nihilistic then that's only gonna go one way most of the time right it's essentially i mean it's weird yeah it's weird to it's watch funny. as a third party like as a spectator i don't i i have not um like you know me and all Orlin are guilty of this mainly because we fucked around in that place and he he went around joking about some pretty serious stuff. Like, yeah. Problem on him, it was quite funny though, but um I'm not gonna call him out for whatever Jesus he did. Christ. It was um <laughs> just kind of making fun of how people um would open up a lot on the internet and not seek help. Like, you know, people shouldn't necessarily joke about that, but it is something that people should know, and it's, you know, you probably should seek help instead of opening up that much on the internet. I agree with that statement. I will, I'm not the joke of Orlin, but with what you said, right? Now, let me give you, now, let me give you my opinion. First of all, Orlin is fucking Orlin. We know what the fucker has done. <laughs> no surprise. That's number one, right? He's known for these things. He's the fucking pop star of uh, dark humor. We all know it. Yeah. But now to the second part, right? Opening about emotions is never a bad thing. Even on the internet. In, in internet is a very safe space if you want to socialize without giving away too much information. Right? Yeah. You know what I mean? Because nobody knows your private name. Nobody know People call you by your nickname. They don't see you as who you have been your whole life. They see you as a person on the internet. Right? Or who you, you are at that the given details. moment. Exactly, right? And I believe this way, right? Opening up to people about how you feel is never a bad thing. But you can't let it build up to the point that you explode. Yeah. But if you open up to a person who already is, you know, a nihilist or let's say in a bad mental state himself, then I bet the only thing you're going to get back is more nihilism. True that. Right? Like, yeah, I feel the same way, I also want to do this and that, right? I mean, the best way you can explain opening up, right, when you are, let's say, in a bad mental condition, is essentially the law of thermophysics. I think it was called the zero, the, the law number zero of thermophysics. Essentially what the law is, is that, um, is that, what the fuck is, yeah, essentially that any object, right, which, has a, which can have a certain temperature, will get the temperature of its surrounding. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you put bread into the oven, and the oven gets hot inside of it, the bread's going to get the same temperature as the oven. If you get out of the oven, it's going to cool down because it's going to absorb the air in the room, which is lower than in the heater, right? So let's take that example, and let's, uh, and let's get into the giving of heat law. I don't remember which that, which that one was. But essentially what I mean is that, let, let's, let's put it this way. 
heat usually goes one way only, right? If I, as a warm person, touch a cold person, the heat's gonna go from me into that person who's cold, right? It's not gonna return back, right? So what I mean is this, right? If you, as a cold person, get into a ice cold room, then you from going cold are going to become ice cold, which I believe is an example for a server, right? If you, as somebody who's struggling mentally, is gonna seek, people for, uh, seek help from people who are very, very much struggling mentally, then I believe that that just, just might get you more down than it's gonna get you up. It's not for sure because there are cases where it got turned around, but mostly you're just gonna seek help about negativity from people who are negative, you know? And not, and not always that gonna be a plus. But what I'm leading to is essentially this, right? If you have one, let's let's put it this way, mentally stable person and somebody who is just, let's say, in the not the best place in their life, in their world, right? And if you imagine the mentally stable person as somebody who's hot, right? And mm -hmm. the person who's having a rough time as a cold person, right? Essentially, he's cold. Then if the warm person hugs the cold person, they both hug, then the cold person is going to gain warmth but the hot person's gonna lose warmth. Now, where does that lead us? Well, the hot person, the person that is warm, has warmth because his body generates it constantly. But if your person is cold, that means his body doesn't generate cold, or excuse me, doesn't generate warmth whatsoever. Yeah. So what happens in that example is that if they hug enough, long enough, all the heat in the warm uh, person's body is going to be turned cold and every new warmth that's going to be generated by that person is going to be taken away by the person who already before doesn't generate warmth leading to both of them becoming cold yeah in a nutshell that that's the explanation of seeking uh, of why people who are struggling mentally seek help of people right who either struggle or not, favorably that do not struggle, right? Because they can get some of that quote-unquote warmth from them, essentially. That's one theory I have on it, essentially. Or, I mean, that's one, well, that's one metaphoric example. You, as you, okay, let's put it this way. A person can't help another person which is in a very heavy position, in a heavy mental position, because you yourself are gonna start becoming uh, heavily mental, you know what I mean? Yeah. You After you take the weight of somebody, right, you're gonna start feeling it, right? And the more you help them, the more weight you take away from them, but put on yourself, you know what I mean? And then you drag yourself down if it goes for too long. Which is yeah. why you can't just end up, there's a reason psychologists and there are psychiatrists and psychologists and therapists. Because they are, they learn how to handle it, right? They, they are taught how to deal with emotions and something a normal human would not be able to if they haven't been taught that, you know? Mm -hmm. Essentially. I mean, that's my take on it, I believe. Which is why I believe that the whole healthy, mental, safe server where everybody's depressed is not going to make anybody happier. Exactly. That kind of brings me to a very specific example. The coldest of um, the people in that metaphor um probably shouldn't shout out the discord username but i'll just shout out a part of it star poop um don't don't even question the name the man was um man or woman i don't care 
the dude was just cutting himself real deep. He was on antidepressants that apparently weren't working for him. And, you know, me being as I am, I, I offered, you know, if, if he wants to talk to me. And all he wanted was, you know, a plug for, for drugs. And he, he just kept Aww. speaking um, about how, you know, he, he'd show photos of blood of how he'd cut himself. And then he'd be like, oh, BRB, I'm going to pass out and shit like that or the pain is immeasurable i can't keep living like this like okay dude what am i supposed to do i'm 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 a guy who lives in a different country and i can't help you out i don't need to see this this stuff and and i get that a lot of people don't have people to talk to or you know in some places mental health is joked about like for example india but, you know, that shit's just unnecessary. And that is why I'm not so fond of those servers like that. Because there's always going to be those fuckers who are never going to get enough warmth, no matter how much you try to help them. The only thing you do is you lose your own warmth by yeah. trying to do so. Yet again, we people who are not schooled to deal with rough emotions or deal with bigger amounts of emotions can never try to take it up on ourselves to do everything. Yet again, there's literally... I, the, the, the sad part is that, as, as you said, not everywhere in the world is mental health a good thing, right? Or is, you know, as you said it, a lot of countries just joke about mental health, right? Which is very unfortunate. It really fucking is. Because people like that dude who really seek help are not getting it exactly or if he or and the other thing is that if the dude rather than try to go out of the comfort zone to get real proper help which can change his life decides to s sit in his own goddamn fucking darkness right and rather cut himself and influence other people with his behavior then you can't really do much about it only getting in contact with him is only going to influence you in a bad way. If he himself does not seek help, then you can't help him, you know what I mean? The person has to seek help to get help. If he doesn't, then there's nothing he can do about it, you know what I mean? Exactly. That's the unfortunate part. They have to seek help themselves. I mean, you can guide them to the door, but you can't open the door for them. Exactly. Good quote from The Matrix. A good quote from the Matrix. In fucking deed, my guy. In fucking deed. Hmm. Anyways. Now. This whole combo has been a blast. It's been like three hours and 15 minutes now. God damn. But man, we got into some deep shit. Like really, I believe that talking about stuff like depression or a mental state is something you, uh, overall, you gotta be very cautious with. Definitely. As when it comes to mental state, right? The way you put it, the, the unfortunate part about the way I put it, which I believe uh, I will regret later on, I already regret, is that 
I believe I with my vocabulary, I can't put it in the best perspective I want, right? Essentially, what I'm trying to say is that talking about mental health, essentially, is a very, 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 how should I put it? Um, not as essentially acceptable, but more you got it. It's a very, how should I put it? Well, I, I keep forgetting there was delicate subject. Delicate. Yeah. Right? It's a very delicate subject talk about because everybody looks at it differently everybody has a different perception on it everybody might have a different view on of what i mean at the end of the day it's just my and our opinion on the take right but mental health is a very delicate subject which we should be very 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 cautious about and yeah but man it has indeed been a fucking blast though holy shit and thank you for coaching me on drugs, though. I appreciate, I appreciate it, my guy. It's Holy all shit. good. Thank you for opening my eyes to many things. Man, it has been a fucking pleasure. It's, it has, it's been an honor being here. So yet again, I thank you so much for having me. It's been an honor having you, too. And thank you to my 35 followers and to my 200 listeners. It's, um, you guys are the reason why I, why I wake up in the morning with a smile on my face. <laughs> Anyways. Uh, that was nice. Enjoy. Bye.